0: what's happening everyone welcome to the season gaming big cast episode 237 it is a lovely sand sanday sanday sunday morning here in kansas city as we prepare for the chiefs to be in the super bowl tonight dan the seven himself rocking the mahomes mckinnon i can't see the rest of it
1: it's juju Juju. Tony pacheco kelsey
0: (laughs) oh this guy right here
1: this pacheco guy yeah best best he's the best Hard nose running back, motor like crazy. Always keeps pumping those. He's legs. a rookie, right? Yeah. He, every time yeah. He, gets back, he gets up and runs like five more yards. That's <laughs> dude's, a, dude's a beast. I got the awesome. Jersey coming. So, okay. okay.
0: All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then there's uh, Mr. Ty Guy Travis from my homeland. San Francisco, who uh, basically shit the bed last week. But, you know, I'm the sure Chiefs they're. are going to try to do them a favor this week anyway, or two weeks ago. But the Chiefs are going to try and get some revenge for him today. How you doing, brother?
2: I wish you luck. It was an unfortunate game of ball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the ball game did not go as planned for
2: go yeah, our way. For your neighbors. <laughs> they scored points on us and we didn't score enough points on them, I think is what happened.
0: I think that's how it works, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. pretty good. Welcome to the uh, NFL podcast, your your weekly live show covering expert analysis.
2: After this, I'm going to be on espn too, so you can look through there.
0: <laughs> the Ocho, more like it.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, what's going on, everyone? Good to see everyone this morning um, <clears throat> or this afternoon. If you're over in Europe, you're like, what the hell are these guys talking about already? We just came out of the gate, but um, should be a good day. I am uh, looking forward to the game tonight. I don't usually watch, but obviously Dan and I being in Kansas City, it's kind of a, it's actually a law here. Uh, It is required that you support Mm -hmm. the Chiefs, so um, we're going to be doing that later today, but for right now, we're going to be talking about games, and we're going to be talking about what seems to be one of the biggest games in a long time in Hogwarts Legacy. We're going to be talking about Nintendo's Direct that we finally got, and uh, a few other things, of course. Um, first, I want to give a, a shout out to uh, Ian Runkle, who joined us last week. Um, very fun show. A lot of uh, new faces checking out the show, giving us feedback, leaving us comments, to, uh, tweeting at us. So um, that was really cool to see. Great community as always, as you would expect with uh, Ian and, and Hoag and that crew. So uh, just thank you. And if you're here hanging out with us or you're checking out the show for a second week or found us for the first time, welcome. So that was cool. Um, also want to uh, shout out Mr. Hoag himself. I know that uh, we're going to be talking about Hogwarts, of course, but the Hogue household was looking forward to that game a lot. I know with uh, their kids and they seem to be uh, truly enjoying it and uh, have shared some some pictures and stuff with us. Um, that looks like a, a really good time that uh, Mrs. Hoag, co-counsel herself, had set up for the fam. So um, love to hear. That uh you know Hogue is obviously home, um, but getting to enjoy some uh some time with the family and just you know kind of sharing that experience. So kind of good news all around, really, guys.
1: That's right, man. That sounds good. I haven't seen yeah. these pictures. I don't think I to to check them out. Must have missed them. So
0: yeah, she uh, uh co counsel said she even she said she even set up floating candles. Really? Yeah,
2: oh, you haven't seen man. the photo, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, pretty cool. Oh, they were- they are That's apparently awesome. Potter fans in the Hogue household, which I did well, not know. we are know. here
1: too. I mean, I mean, my wife is...
2: You're not that has, much of a fan. Hates,
1: no, no, maybe not that much. She likes, but she will not watch video games. She hates them. She doesn't like them. It hates, strong word. She dislikes mm. them strongly. But she loves Harry Potter. So okay. she's up there with me watching the game, watching as I play, like yelling, like, you know, a Cadabra, that bitch, you know, and stuff like that. You know, she's just <laughs> like yelling. I'm like, this is fantastic. You know, I need more of this. So that's cool that's me that's our house probably not <laughs> probably not as wholesome as have, so.
0: <laughs> no she had kinda, uh go ahead Dan, uh travis
2: i was just gonna say i, I kind of don't blame her for hating games based on what you play so yeah. i just feel bad for her yeah she I mean, just thinks fair. all games are hitman three you know what i mean she's like they're so. <laughs> all it's games that, a, yeah it's
1: no you that or it's like hey haven't you played this game like five times already i'm like yeah why are you still playing yeah. it? The girl with the red hair? Yeah. It's yeah. because they
2: expect me to, okay, on BitCast. <laughs> they want me to play more of this. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh-huh.
0: But, yeah, man. Um, Yeah, it sounded cool. So, um, I mean, with that, I, I don't think, like we said, we were just joking about before the show, there wasn't a ton of kind of big news this week. Hogwarts pretty much took over. So, we can finally talk uh, more about it. I know that, uh, obviously... You know, if you're in the gaming community and you know some of the uh, dialogue around this game, um, I, I, you know, that takes a backseat here. I think that uh, Travis's review um, was one of the kind of only kind of major reviews uh, out at the launch of the game because codes came in super late and a lot of creators, including Season Gaming and including a lot of the uh, kind of our peers in the industry are are like YouTube channel, content creators, et cetera. Didn't get the code until um, just before the deluxe edition launch, like early this week. So it's a big game. Um, I'm still playing through it. I am reviewing it, but you know, I'm not going to review it until uh, I finish it. So um, it's not something you can play through in a day for sure. But uh, Travis, I know that, uh, (laughs) I know that you went, as you referred to it, kind of goblin mode and just kind of played like 30 hours in a couple days um and really kind of got through the game but uh tell us about your review man
2: yeah it was good um i got the code four days before embargo on monday at 3 a.m and uh that was when the embargo lifted and uh i went goblin mode immediately i said cancel all my meetings to (laughs) (laughs) a presumable secretary nearby um hold all my calls and then i uh i played the game for 32 hours uh out of the 36 that they gave since they gave it to me. And then I wrote my review immediately following it. Uh, that way we could get the uh, video editing and script and that stuff and VO and all that stuff you need to do for video v- review over the weekend. Um, yeah. And I did it just because I really insist on hitting embargo. This was not something IGN expected of me. In fact, they g- kind of were like, please stop. But uh, I didn't <laughs> please stop.
0: You're going because, uh, to kill yourself.
2: They were like, don't do it. But I th- kept thinking to myself, how cool would it be if one of the biggest games this year, you know, our outlet was the only one to actually have a review <clears throat> on Monday. And that is exactly how that went down. It, yeah. It, I mean, you we guys were...
0: are a small outlet. You're trying to make a yeah, name for yourself. Very small. So.
2: Kind of Blow am out there. Um, no, it was just more for me. I mean, I I, I love um, the crunch. I love uh, you know, trying to get things done quickly. And, and uh, I played a lot of that game, man. 32 hours. And then after I wrote my review, I went back and played more just so that i made sure i didn't miss anything because i had to skip a bunch of side quests and optional content obviously so i went back and played more and was working with the guides team we have like a pretty aggressive guides push on this because people are asking for guides on the game obviously um and uh yeah it was it was a a thrill it was super fun and it helped that the game happened to be good um i gave it my third nine out of ten um at the site which uh is uh, a pretty big deal for me but I stand by it. It's a great game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously people have been very passionate. Um, I've gotten yeah. several, several, <laughs> several hundred, uh, um, you know, enthusiastic uh, DMS on Twitter and uh, you know, stuff, stuff, new like that. fans
0: but, almost. Yeah. Well fans,
2: yeah. but they, most of them blocked me right after they sent their message. So
1: um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> are you at least like, like sending them towards our way, you know, that way we can get those numbers. No, in. No, my man. policy is not to engage.
2: Look, I, yeah, it, it has never bothered me. People messaging me has never bothered me about my review. I, I just don't care. I've never cared. I've, I've actually tried to get myself to care and I just, I can't, I just don't <laughs> care about, I don't care I about what that. other people think about me. I just, I just don't. Um, right, it's my superpower. Um, and you know, you do comedy for a decade professionally and you get used to people, not liking you and, and you grow thick skin. And I just, I have super thick skin. I'm kind of sociopathic about it. Um, and and I, I just never cared. But that said, I, you know, people have a right to feel strongly about this game. And I actually don't blame them. It's a, there are some really important social, you know, stuff attached to this. Um, and I get why people would be impassioned about it. So I, I don't blame people uh for having uh op- opinions about it my job as a reviewer is to review the game it's a qualitative assessment of the game standing on its own merit um and as a game it's great um and i wrote that in my box out which i saw some people online you know suggesting that ign made me write that which is just not true um like everything i i wrote it and then editors kind of helped me work on the language and all that but um, you know,
0: yeah. I so, I, at, so I, I shouldn't show the DM you sent me that said you wanted to give it a four, but IGN yeah. made you give it a yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah. Right?
2: But they made me give it a nine because the check cleared. Yeah. yeah, I shouldn't show that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I gave the game a nine because uh, a, a reviewer's job is to assess the quality of the game, and the game is quite, quite good. Um, and yeah. uh, you know, the box out basically said whether it's moral to play it is a completely <clears throat> different question that obviously people are free to ask and an answer on their own um that's not my job as a reviewer and uh that's just how it goes right Uh, that's that's the gig for better or for worse um and you can see that i'm consistent in that because when i've reviewed games like choo-choo charles which have also gotten me a whole bunch of dms and people (laughs) hating on me um you know those games it's so funny because a lot of the people who are right now arguing uh you know you shouldn't you shouldn't um talk about issues that have nothing to do with the game when you're reviewing it, which I agree with, but a lot of those same people were saying, wow, Travis, how could you give Choo Choo Charles a four out of 10? It was made by one person, which is the exact same thing, right? It's, it's a very different issue, but it's people saying, oh, well you should have taken into account things that have nothing to do. with Yeah. The it's the converse. The yeah. It's the, it's yeah. the exact same uh, yeah. logical kind of fallacy there. And so um, I, I'm just doing the thing I've always done, which is playing games and, giving my honest opinion on its strengths and weaknesses and how I feel about it. Um, You know, the other thing that happened was some people thought my score was high given all my complaints. I do have complaints about that game. And if you look at the other nines I've given, like Grounded, Grounded I also had complaints with, plenty of them in the review. The difference is those things that I complained about didn't really bother me too much, obviously, because I gave it a nine. It's not like I, you know, had all these complaints and then i gave it a nine anyway just to spite anyone Uh, that game is really good even with the stuff it does poorly its performance isn't that great especially on pc i hear it's pretty bad i did not review it on pc i reviewed it on ps5 where it's better optimized um you know the story is kind of whatever but also it's a harry potter game so i would argue that all of harry potter lore is kind of actively bad um i did take that into account i did take that into account um, you know, and it's, it's got, it's got other weaknesses. Uh, Enemy variety is one of them that I, I, I harped on a little bit. Um, but none of that stuff is horrible. It doesn't, it doesn't change the game and make it like a noticeably worse game, right? It's, it's stuff that, you know, I wish were better and it's sort of, you know, notes for sequel, right? If you do a sequel, you should fix these things. Um, but yeah, I, I stand by the review. It's a great game and it's great to see people Playing it and enjoying it and agreeing, and then people who aren't playing it for whatever reason, I support you too. You do you. There's lots <laughs> of reasons to not play the game. You could just not like Harry Potter. Lots of people don't yeah. like Harry Potter.
0: Um, There's, yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. other people say that, and it's like it. Just because a game is popular and is, uh, you know, extremely kind of, um, uh, well, we'll talk about the numbers in a second, but you know, a, a ton of people playing it and watching it and engaging with it it's okay not to like there's no one saying you have to like yeah, there's plenty of games like that I, that's going to be me you know that's going to be me when tears of the kingdom comes out it's going to be everywhere and it's going to sell you know millions and millions of copies i'm gonna be like okay enjoy it you know it's just not it's not my thing that's fine live, um, where you live, man. yeah yeah. but i i yeah in all seriousness we've talked a lot in uh dm and, and other stuff because it's been kind of a crazy week um relating to that and all the coverage about it but uh no it was a very good review man seriously and uh the more that i the more that i play the game now i'm i'm about 20 hours into it um the more that i play the more that i'm just agreeing with your review um it's i think mine's gonna line up pretty similar uh which is not surprising we've done that a few times yeah um but it is i i I agree with you that there's sure there's things it can do better sure there's things that could be more well optimized etc but there's so many little things about it that are just good um and surprisingly good in some areas um i think Hogue even uh dm'd us because obviously like we said at the start of the show him and fam were playing it and he said earlier today um he said uh this is directly from Hogue." he said hogwarts is to me is what we all knew licensed games could quote be when we were kids it puts you in the world completely it doesn't simply copy a movie that does it better and i think that's well said as ho tends to be a lot of times even though his opinions can be all over the place as we joke mm-hmm. here um but he he says that well because that's how i feel i'm not even a harry potter fan i i was uh i'm old i was above the age when this was kind of the thing you know and in, in culture and um i didn't my my kids came just slightly after or kind of you know um i I, anyway missed the boat kind of for the whole harry potter craze per se um but i think it does a really good job of just making you feel like you're in this other world and it's got this kind of whimsical magical feel to it um that's just fun to explore it's fun to walk around hogwarts it feels full of life there's students doing all kinds of crazy stuff everywhere yeah. and uh the the whole class structure how it can go from like what tries to be serious to your point the story's kind of whatever but tries to be serious but then suddenly you're back in a class and you get the whimsical music and goofy stuff happening and it just it's just fun i, yeah. I don't know how else to describe it it's just a uh, yeah, fun w- game
2: so, something i was reflecting on after i wrote the review was uh and i kind of wish i would have put this in the review there's i've never played a game that feels like hogwarts legacy before like ever it's such a weird game the combat is is obviously like there's nothing like that out there where it's just you like slinging spells and deflection and kind of doing like a an interpretive dance with a wand in your hand you know it's kind of the (laughs) how it feels sometimes um combined with like the classroom fantasy of like a persona game and uh some of the other stuff it's just everything about that game is so weird and unique and even if you don't like uh harry potter which you know, I'm a fan of Harry Potter. I read all the books when I was a kid. I've seen all the movies. I saw that uh, God, God forsaken uh, cursed child stage play. Um, you know, I, Harry Potter isn't like my thing. I'm not like obsessed with it. In fact, I have a close friend I've known for, you know, like 20 years. He hit me up after he read my review and he said, dude, I've literally never heard you say anything good about Harry Potter because all he hears me say is complain about its world building and all the other stuff. And so he's like, this game must really be good if you gave it a nine. Like, <laughs> you know, um, I'm not like a Harry Potter super fan, but um, I do like it. I've always I've always liked it. Um,
0: so. so- let, let, let's talk about this reception. So right now, critical reception, it's, I think it's in the mid-8s, eights, high-8s, eights, something like that, pretty pretty close to uh, your review. And more reviews will be coming out. Like we said, there's still like ours and many others are coming. Um, let's talk about how nuts the numbers are around this game right now and, and why I said this is kind of the first blockbuster of the year, which seems to be a year where we're going to have several of these types of releases. But yesterday, it broke 800,000 concurrent players on Steam alone which is the highest for a single-player game of all time. Uh, in fact, it had more players playing it at one point than Apex and Call of Duty, which you know are, are basically tops every week for the most part, or top three every week. Uh, it passed 1.3 million viewers on Twitch, which again is far and away the most watched single-player game of all time on twitch it broke that record as well in fact they showed it compared to because as we all know last year Elden ring took over the world you know for a couple months and Elden rings peak on peak on twitch was something like seven or eight hundred thousand and this is crossed 1.3 million and let's keep in mind this game technically only came out on friday So a lot of these numbers were kind of escalating as the weekend went on because a lot of this came from the deluxe edition. And most of the uh, kind of sales analysts, the people that are looking at where this is trending sales wise, think it may break 10 million copies in the launch uh, window alone and could easily break 20 million this year, which would make it kind of like Elden Ring last year. It would immediately put it in the conversation of some of the best one of the best selling games of all time, which is uh, just bonkers. So I think that, um, you know, when you look at these numbers and you look at the reception and and, kind of how it's taken over the conversation in a lot of ways, um, it's very clear to me, guys, that, um, you know, uh, the it's kind of a weird thing. It's, um, you know, I I understand the uh, negative commentary from uh, JK and the tarnished. You know that obviously we don't agree with here, and uh, you know I think anyone watching this community and my camera froze again, didn't it? Um, <clears throat> anyone watching it the uh, you know in the season gaming community should know that, right? Uh, you know what we stand for and and how inclusive we are here, but it's it's very clear that regardless of that conversation, right? Harry Potter and and kind of the broader Wizarding world, if you will, it's part. Now I'm all washed out. What is going on? Um, it is part of just culture, right? It's part of the modern culture nowadays. And it, it's uh, you can't get away from it. And I think that there's so many people at this point, 20, 25 years later, that have grown up with this. And either it's memories from childhood or it's a number of other things for their family or other things. And um, it just goes to show that you take this IP that is so big globally <clears throat> and you actually make a very good game with it. Where you kind of allow players to experience that world from their own perspective, and and uh, man, it has crushed all expectations. I know we we featured this game several months ago on Big Cast. We were one of the uh, few shows I saw kind of actively talking about it and saying if this game does X, Y, and Z, and it lets you be your own wizard, and it has RPG elements, and it recreates Hogwarts well, this could be huge. And uh, well, I think. I think that's exactly what we've seen. It's it's kind of mind blowing, really. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, it, it's just everything. Like,
1: just the game itself is just <clears> different. Um, I think the reception is. I don't know if we'll ever see anything like that. I mean, it, it's it's it's. There's so many things that go. that kind of had to hit correctly, and I, they they kind of nailed it, man. I've been playing it nonstop. I probably got 30 hours in it already and i'm not even halfway through you know i've just been running around doing whatever you know and it it makes it really accessible to people too it's not you know it's really balanced is is kind of the best thing for me it's 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 got a lot of stuff to do but it doesn't like force it upon you and it, it makes it very convenient at the same time it's like oh i gotta go do this mission oh there's a merlin trial i'm just gonna knock that out real quick and I just and do it, you know, point, and, yeah. right. Yeah. It's just like, I'm like 10 feet away from starting this mission. I'm just like one sec and then I'll just, you know, do my thing. And and it's, it's kind of everything. The combat's really fun. Uh, I've had a ton of fun playing that it's challenging, but you know, I think it's pretty fair. Uh, the, and then you get to like the room of requirement and that, that, that whole thing, it, it, I thought I was You, you like, could okay, spend just, so much time on oh, that. So oh, so much time! There. Like it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Like I thought. Are you gotten there goes, yet,
2: Ains? To the room of yeah. requirement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when the when game. Start,
0: that, that's what's not to interrupt you, Dan. But that's what's weird about the game. It just keeps layering in new things, and usually when big games do that, it doesn't work well. You know what I mean? Like the things are poorly implemented, but everything in this seems to be well implemented, and I think that's that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I Did mean, you get the expansion to the room requirement where it opens up the? the beast area yeah. that that is the part where i just went okay this game's way too much like what the hell that <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they put that in there like so my fiance started playing the game she doesn't know that's in the game yet because she intentionally wasn't in the room for most of my review because she don't want it spoiled for her and uh she uh she has no idea that's in there and i know when she finds out that's going to be all she does for so <laughs> long that's going to be all she does so i'm very excited to see her get there
1: Yeah, but it's not it's not like so big right like that you it's not it feels like it's like certain things are like unattainable like and there's a purpose behind it too right like there's there's a reason why that stuff is in the game and and they did a great job that that's kind of what i'm doing right now it's just kind of really starting to explore the room of requirement a little bit more at first i thought well this is going to be just another add-on it's not i mean there's so much there that helps you progress you know and there i have my issues technically it's not the best game I've ever played. You know, it's got some, some uh, def- definitely like Travis said, some performance issues uh, and there's a few other things, but I mean, really, I just don't care because I'm having so much fun. And that's what this hobby is about. And I think a lot of people miss that a lot. You know, we get down and we boil down the technical aspects of games. We We, we look at the business side of things a lot, but in the end, you know, if a game is fun a lot of other stuff just kind of doesn't matter and you you just enjoy your time with it and i haven't actually enjoyed my time with the game for like like this much for a long long time you know and that includes hitman 3 you know wow kind of the, you know, so this is it was a high marks yeah.
2: and I, I imagine you're not a potter guy too right like you, you just you just like no, it for I'm, the game are you a potter guy you well, said no, you're a huge potter guy yeah i yeah. mean oh, you are okay, okay yeah love it
1: gotcha. love the movie series read the books long time it's of making time. me want to
0: i've only watched the movies once each you know just because they were like a, a cultural thing but uh it's making me want to go back and watch them again
1: no oh, it's great i mean and, and, <laughs> you know, it's, and if if we yeah i mean I, the 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 societal issues that you know i mean i understand why everybody's where they are and you know why like you said we know where we stand uh but it, it's 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 a shame that you know and otherwise you know really amazing release it's kind of tarnished a little bit by you know you know this side of things i guess and it's it's it sucks um because it's really kind of a weird way to go around you know trying to fix a problem you know by posting spoilers in a random thread saying i like harry potter game or i like the harry potter game it's really fun and then next thing you know there's 15 comments on this person does this and here's all the spoilers for the end of the game. It's like, gosh, dang it, man. You know, there's better ways to do this. And uh, it's really kind of sad actually to a certain extent. Um, But uh, all I know is that, you know, I'm enjoying it. I don't really give two craps about how everybody else is enjoying it. If they are or not, I'm kind of the same way as Travis. I just don't care, you know, but I haven't cared for a long time. And I hate most people. So,
0: (laughs) you know, that's (laughs) generally my outlook on life. <clears throat> um by the way i i can't believe that during this entire harry potter conversation we've been using the wrong frame i apologize mm. to everyone mm. about that Opening we'll, we'll fix this up um i
2: will say that <clears throat> frame is more potter verse
0: mm. appropriate yeah classy yeah
2: that's true uh, let's go like <laughs> old regal you know?
1: yeah you know like we're all, all the, like, the old wizards that are in the you know, in the paintings around, you know, Hogwarts. I,
2: I will say this For about Hog: I love the guy, but he looks like he treats house elves, elves poorly. Okay. Yeah. He looks like he has a really abusive relationship with his
0: house elves. <laughs> Doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, it's worth calling out, too, that... Uh, you know one this game was delayed extensively it's been in development a long time and so i think we should celebrate the fact that um obviously they took the time they needed to get this game right uh, as it came out and secondly you know port key games the kind of the core developer with avalanche on this um they hadn't made anything big and so i think one of the most surprising aspects for me about this is that this is a big game right it's a big open world game there's a lot of mechanics there's a lot of menus uh there's a lot of things to it and i'm just surprised at how well implemented a lot of things are like the map's not great uh on the 3d side but it allows you to quickly fast travel and get around the ui is very intuitive the loot's cool you can you know use any appearance you want right out of the gate it's not like something they have to add later they've got the broom flying is like you know it's instant you can just get up and take off and uh, it makes tra- traversal really easy. The spell casting's fun. Like, there, there's a lot of intricacies to that type of development in a big 3D game that you see a lot of companies, even big development companies, stumble with. And somehow, they've nailed most of this. Uh It's really surprising to me. But, hey, Bravo, I well done. Job, over- job well done. Really, like, the overthinking part. Like, there's, there's several places
1: where you go and do, say, like a, a side quest or a... um like the points of magic or whatever and you can climb up all these things and get to these certain areas or you can just bring your broom out and zip up there they're like they left like a lot of a lot of developers will be like no you can't get to there with your broom because that would be too easy you have to jump and do all these puzzle things and they're like no you can do that just jump up you know and get on your your broom and zip right up to the top of this tower or whatever like that that's that's the kind of stuff I'm just like thank you thank you so much like I would love okay. to see what these guys can do now with like the Star Wars IP and like a big budget, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it just—I mean—they've done such a good job that it just blows my mind that it's this yeah. good. I—I I didn't think it was going to be this good. to Be honest with you. Yeah,
2: I mean, but well, yeah. I think, I think that Studio Portkey Games was built specifically for the Harry Potter franchise, so sure. I think they're going to just be building Do another Harry one. Potter stuff for hell a long. So,
0: yeah. Okay with that? It's great. And By the way, okay. co-counsel in the chat, Mrs. Hoglaw herself saying i found the review very helpful for me personally bravo travis good stuff
2: that that's a job well done that's all i need to hear thank you guys
0: Mm -hmm. it's good stuff good to see you co-counsel hope everyone's doing well and enjoying the game also shout out to midnight jury for gifting a channel membership thank you appreciate you and we also have a super sticker from what's crackalackin <laughs> for one ninety nine super, chi- super chicken, what the hell just entered my head? Super it sticker, kind of, um, is lemon? I I it's a lemon doing something in our super sticker. So appreciate uh-huh. you no matter what. Thank you. <laughs>
2: lemon being excited,
0: <laughs> yeah, being excited. So, uh there you go. Uh, Tal says, uh, "What houses did everyone choose?" So, did you guys let the uh, sorting hat choose you, or did you pick your own house?
1: Let him choose me. I went to the. I went. I went to the. I went one step further and went to the website. The and WB a, Pottermore. Yeah. Yeah. The Pottermore. Thing, okay. Yeah. The Wizarding so- World or whatever, and filled out all the questionnaire, did all the questions, and then I got my thirteen and three quarter inch wand and, you know, my my, uh, Patronus. I did the whole name. The whole. So I so did-
0: what house did you get?
1: Leatherin, of course. <laughs>
2: yeah i I also got slytherin and uh i think i had taken the pottermore quiz before and when you when you link your account to the game it will give you that house so they gave me my wand yeah if you take the official quiz and the wand it'll uh, and make your wand it'll load all that into the game when you play it so um i didn't do that though i because i don't think the servers were live when i was reviewing it where you couldn't like connect to your account or whatever. I took the the quiz and immediately they were like Slytherin. Cause like, come on <laughs> ambition, not caring yeah, about your I mean, classes. Slytherin. Yeah.
0: I don't think anyone watching is surprised that my two uh, co-hosts here both got Slytherin. I think that's what I deal with on a weekly basis. So yeah, um, yeah that doesn't surprise me at you all. You said you got, got Ravenclaw,
2: which I, think I got Ravenclaw. As well. I think Hogue is also Ravenclaw.
0: Again, I think this all makes sense. I think yeah it all adds up. Uh I am disappointed. I see Mr. Badbit in the chat from the Trophy Room said he got Ravenclaw so now I'm a little disappointed. Uh yeah, I feel that, that um
2: sense. Ravenclaw's a house of, yeah. of intelligent bootlickers. I <laughs> Yeah.
0: Oh man, too funny. Yeah. But yeah, no you
2: you guys are definitely the the Hall Monitor uh school. So enjoy that. Come on now.
0: You know. Come on now. You
2: are. I'm dude, I'm not lying. All of you guys Come are on. prefects. You know, those guards that you have to sneak by in Hogwarts halls, mm. Ravenclaw. No, yeah. no,
0: no. Ravenclaw all the way, by the way, <laughs> co-council says so far we have Slytherin and a Hufflepuff in their house. Perfect. So nice. there you go. There you go. Good. Oh man. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, great game. Um, my review's coming soon, not that you need it. We've kind of covered everything here. Uh, it is uh, if you haven't checked it out, if you're kind of on the fence i would I would suggest you know if you like kind of just big open open world games that are well designed and fun to play, which I think most people do, which is probably why it's so popular. Uh, this is a good one, uh, definitely better than uh, I think many people expected, and we're seeing the results of that, right? So
2: yep, better than I expected by the way. Those, I think we talked about this on the show, but I, I like those trailers were not doing it for me. Specifically, the combat I was like, I don't know, but it surprised me, man. It, you know, it it's much better than I thought it was, and it gets better the longer you play it because it kind of starts and you're like, all right, this is pretty basic, but then they add so many layers and powers yep. and enemies, it gets really good. Also, I've been playing on hard, which I mean that it's actually a difficult game on hard difficulty, like it really is. Mm. If you do, I don't. Know I can see around, that like, the combat trials and stuff it gets tough so those are
1: tough on normal. yeah for me. they're Damn tough
2: dude on, on hard I've, i'm getting oh, my butt kicked
0: man um what was i gonna say it's uh i was gonna make a joke that you know with a game like this you know as it's a big game and it layers on more things after hours and hours it's almost like uh travis we've talked about it's almost like you need to play the whole game before developing an opinion on it it's crazy yeah it's crazy what? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> um what was i gonna say uh so it's funny you mentioned ubisoft um or someone in chat mentioned ubisoft but i'm thinking now you know ubisoft is making uh the avatar game and they're making a star wars game and all i want to say to them is for god's sakes look at hogwarts legacy and take some notes um, back
1: yeah seriously back. like
0: um they they've kind of they've shown how to do a big open world license game while staying tr- seemingly true I'm not that i'm a harry potter expert but seemingly true to the license while making it not cumbersome, um, yeah. which Ubisoft tends to do. So uh, I hope they're paying attention.
2: Yeah. yeah so, it, you know, by the way, I just want to put this out there. I know both of the people in this chat are going to hate me for saying it. And Ains <laughs> will, Ains's, Ains's framed photo is also going to hate me and probably half the commenters, but I hate to say this, but. Kevin. This is a perfect franchise for a live service game. Oh, yeah. Wait for me, wait for it, wait. <laughs> Imagine a game where they have annualized content where every year your character gets a year older and you do the next year of Hogwarts. You know what I mean? Where you start as a first year and it's an 8-year live service game and by the end you go through your final year of, of... I'm just saying, dude, it would be crazy and you'd get to see <laughs> your character go from like a 10-year-old to an 18-year-old. So i'm saying it'd be great they're not gonna yeah, do it t- obvious
0: towel's already uh towel's already getting you in the chat that's
2: <laughs> all so i'm saying um, so i'm saying it would be really good if they if they could pull it off it's, it's they, already, they already have they already have the bones of a good game they would just have to build like a live service team and kind of obviously you start as a fifth year in this game so my idea doesn't make sense for this specific game but i'm just saying now that we know a potter game could be good going through all of the years of being in Hogwarts. No, no. The the vision sounds
0: good. The actual implementation of it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, who knows who would be able to pull that off some people are mad in the chat some people think it sounds good as usual as we demonstrated with our live service conversation everybody's
2: mad at the suggestion until it works right if it would if that worked if it was a good game if it was up to the quality of hogwarts legacy except for it took place over eight years people would lose their minds and that's kind of the one thing that disappointed me about this game is like you you play in the fifth year and you kind of just get like a a snapshot of being in it—you don't get to live the full fantasy of going through all the years, which obviously is an insane request. They were never going to get get that in the game. Yeah, uh, but uh, I, you know, that—that's the fantasy. I think that's what people want. I'm not even a Potter, you know, diehard, and I w- would want that. That sounds
0: amazing. Mm. I'm I'll reach out to Bioware. We'll get them on it. Oh boy.
2: Yeah, yeah, they have their hands full with uh making Dreadwolf look terrible. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oof. Oof! We told Mark that we're going to have him back on when we get kind of official gameplay release date, you know, when we're close to Dreadwolf, because he ensured us that he was extremely confident that game was going to be incredible. So uh, we shall see. Dreadwolf? Yeah. Don't you remember the conversation with Mark Dara? He said he was I asked him what his confidence level was in Bioware getting back to their roots, per se, with Dreadwolf and making a brilliant single player RPG. And he said he's extremely confident. So we'll see. He, he works for EA though, right? No, he doesn't. Okay. He used to used to. Yeah. All right. Well, to be fair, the
2: footage that got leaked, it was like 20 minutes of gameplay. <clears throat> if you didn't see it um, was al- pre alpha. And it was also from years ago that I think a lot of that got scrapped, but it definitely didn't inspire confidence. It looked like they were trying to follow in the footsteps of like God of war. I think it was like God of War 2018 was kind of what they modeled the combat on, but it just looked like a bad version of that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see what that game turned into, but um, it definitely is moving <sighs> away from like the CRPG roots of that yeah, franchise. Like Origins. I, yeah, yeah, like Origins, which they've been away from that for a while. So I guess it's not that big of a deal, but it, it looked very different from what i think dragon age fans are are expecting and if there are even still any dragon age fans i don't know they went they went
0: a really long time since the last game i am but i it i completely was, agree it, with it was game of the year well.
2: like what 2015 was it it was game of the year No, and...
0: origins was game of the year in some publications like 2011 no, maybe and then was inquisition. inquisition was 2016 okay. yeah
2: 2016 yeah. okay yeah so it wasn't even that long ago right six seven years ago. might have been
0: 2015 actually now that you say think, that but it, it doesn't matter i
2: think it was 15 because 2016 was overwatch if i'm not you mistaken. are right
0: yes um, you're right
2: so yeah uh but yeah it's been it's been a really long time so i i, I don't know I, I don't it's supposed to be a continuation of inquisition story i'm like how are they going to pull that off it's been so long nobody remembers do you remember the Dreadwolf twist it from the dlc there was a it was, yeah that's
1: no, true it, the story it, was it ha- no it right. happened, no, in, it happened credits, in the
2: main game and then and, they, expanded, and then they, on they it. expanded on it in the dlc right. but yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 exactly it's supposed to be based off of that so i'm like
1: well bioware is really good at giving you a you know comic book catch-up you know for what happened in
0: yeah it's gonna need like a 10 minute video at the start of that game
1: yeah yeah Yeah. it's gonna be like a 30 minute video yeah and then making a couple choices here and there
0: yeah by the way if
1: they're gonna tie in like origins somehow into
2: it or coincidentally my fiance is playing through origins right now which is really weird just just super weird timing but she's such a great game yeah Yeah, it's it's such such a great great game game. and i kind of forgot how good the writing was because i've been watching her play it as i'm doing other stuff yes it's just like the dialogue is so damn good, even though the game, you know, looks like butt in terms of how it's aged. It it uh at its core, like the world building, the uh dialogue, like all the stuff that you really cared about in that game still it actually kind of made me go like, wow, has game has game writing gotten worse? You know what I mean? Like has it because you know, it's it's not very often you you kind of see that level of uh of storytelling. So very impressive yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, we don't uh well I don't want to say we don't get a lot like that anymore, but yeah, we I'm hoping that Dreadwolf kind of gets back to that a little bit. As you said, what we've seen so far doesn't inspire a lot of confidence, but we shall see. Um, yeah. by the way, uh Real Radic in the chat says it's twenty fourteen actually that it got game of the year. So okay. even earlier. So, yeah. Even
2: earlier. Yeah, so it's yeah. been uh almost a decade by the time that game comes out. It's not coming out this year, right? So no yeah i think they said been, highly it'll be unlikely
0: been. it'll be out this year which means it's not coming out this year for sure. um <clears throat> so uh, to close out the uh hogwarts conversation and not really about hogwarts but i was looking at the success of it and then i started to think we've talked about what's coming this year that we know is releasing this year and it occurred to me that the potential for this year to have kind of several hogwarts uh like successes is uh you know, it's really kind of crazy when you think about it because we've got Hogwarts now, we've got Starfield, which is going to be massive, uh, we've got Diablo 4, it's going to be huge. Uh, supposedly, Spider Man 2 is still coming this year, that's going to be giant. Tears of the Kingdom, obviously, Zelda, that's a no brainer. Um, so we're looking at a year where we could get five plus games that are basically single player for the most part 10 plus million copies sold games and that comes on the heels of ragnarok which sold has already broken that 11 million copies or whatever sony said uh that came out you know late in 2022 this is going to be a ridiculous stretch like 12 month stretch a rolling year if you will of uh just major major single player game releases i not that i have a point here i'm just something i've kind of thought about over the past day where you know we I think all of us for some years were like where are the single player games going and and many of us said they're not going anywhere right like there's there's plenty of examples of huge mega hits and I think this year is going to be a prime example of the dan like games right these are the games dan always talks about he loves so huge single player games that you know just hit on a triple a scale and this looks to be maybe one of the best years ever for that
2: yeah it's going to be crazy uh and that's with all the other stuff like you know
0: yeah i mean that's still leaving out a ton of other games final fantasy 16 is another one Mm -hmm. uh i mean that's a huge franchise you've got street fighter 6 i know it's a fighting game but street fighter is a monster ip
2: that one's multiplayer Um, redfall
0: that's true that's true i'm just thinking of like i was thinking of big sales but yeah Yeah, Um, if you
2: if you add in multiplayer games you know like the next game i'm reviewing is lightfall which I mean that's not yeah, another big one. Destiny, but the destiny does go go hard when it comes out. It's always the biggest thing for you know a couple of weeks. So.
0: <clears throat> yeah, and I can uh, I can segue us into uh, the Nintendo Direct, which uh, Metroid Prime Remaster, or remake, which most people are calling it, seems to be really good. I haven't played it yet, but um, we'll go through the Nintendo Direct. But uh, you know, as I think everyone knows, Metroid, Nintendo Shadow Drop, Metroid Prime Remaster. And from all accounts that I've seen, um, it seems to be incredible. Everyone I know that's playing it is talking about really how surprisingly well done it is for a Nintendo remaster, which, you know, jokes aside. Uh, but this seems to be what everyone was hoping for with this kind of uh, bringing Metroid Prime back to the spotlight.
2: Yeah, it's good. I played it a little bit. It's good. Metroid okay. Prime, great game.
0: Great game, yeah. yeah. I... I I think all of us are waiting to see what Metroid Prime 4 is, and, you know, uh, hopefully they do the series justice and bring it back to Limelight. But for now, uh, it seems like this remake is uh, is impressive. $40, and uh physical release for those of, like me, who care, actually, tomorrow, uh, the 13th. Um, so, pumped for that. Dan, are you Metroid Prime? I can't remember. Do you like those games?
1: I love, I love Metroid Prime. I, I haven't played my Switch for probably two years. I think Fire <laughs> Emblem was the last one. Three houses. Uh,
0: the three houses, yeah, not the new one, the older one. You
1: nope, know, it's been a long time. Um, I'm not going to pick it up, but that's awesome that they it, it actually did a good job on it. Uh, yeah. So it gives me a little bit of hope for Metro Prime 4, which might yeah make me want to pick it's up my new, Switch. Yeah. yeah, I'm at the point now where that thing is so, I don't even know where it is. I don't even know where it is. I don't even know where my No switch. one knows where
0: it is. Oh, your switch! No, I no, thought you meant no, Metroid Prime Four. I was like, nobody that, knows, yeah, that knows where Prime Four is. <laughs> I
1: don't know where my switch is. Like, some one of my kids has it. I got three of them, and I don't even know where they are. So, yeah, I think one of them, my daughter has one in Chicago. My son's got one. My other son's got one. I gotta get it back yeah. for the Zelda. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I, it's gonna be hard for me to to go back on a downgraded graphics kind of thing. I'm just not a big it's- fan.
0: It's crazy. And we're going to run through the direct here because it seemed to be, by all accounts, an excellent direct uh, with a lot of info. But, uh, you know, it seems based on what I saw that Nintendo's kind of doubling down now, of course, they you know, they're not going to spoil their own hardware ahead of time. Right. But they're kind of doubling down that they're focused on switch releases. And uh, seemingly we don't have a new switch or the rumored switch pro that we heard about possibly got canceled. Uh, and they've kind of now evolved to just supporting the Switch and eventually kind of taking the leap to whatever next-gen is for them. Um, But uh it doesn't seem to be on the horizon, you know, anytime soon. So it's kind of crazy when you that, that, think about it. That
1: would bring me back in to some of these games, you know. I mean, it's, 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 I want to see that, you know, some of these games don't need it. I, I understand that, you know, it's fine. But, you know, when when you start playing a certain way and you start seeing, you know, you start seeing certain things you start having your expectations raised a little bit at least for me um, and I love Zelda but you know I don't know if it's worth the effort to <laughs> go find my switch number one and get it all set up I mean that's that's how that's how bad it is at this point for me mm. and Nintendo loved you guys but give me a new a new like real nice you know 4K you know <laughs> maybe 60. I don't know if you can do that because it's so small you know, it's just it's I, I don't know. Well, I mean I the like that.
0: the Steam Deck pretty yeah. much showed what
1: yeah, an, a, a next gen, a next yeah. gen
0: Switch could be for the most part. Um, That's true. Yeah, it's it's disappointing. I, I know we've had this conversation before. We won't stay on it, and I I know we're not alone. I know a lot of people like us who, you know, are used to Series X, PS5, or higher end PCs. You know, uh even more that. You know, you think about playing a a brand new AAA game on the Switch, and it's just like, man, why? What are we doing here? Um, Because whether you like it or not, the, you know, just a reminder of how dated the Switch is, right? Its hardware is inferior to the launch Xbox One and PS4, um, which were already generally underpowered at their release in 2013.
2: Yeah, but those are not mobile devices.
0: True, true, That's true. I'm just guy. saying, I'm just saying straight power. So, because yeah. I know I'm, you know, I don't want to speak kind of anecdotally from my own experience, but I don't, when I play my switch, I don't play it portable. I play it on my TV. Um, And it's just like, when you play on a, on a big 4k TV, your switch, and then you immediately go back and play, you know, whatever next gen, something like God of War Ragnarok. Right. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's more than night and day, right. It, it's, it's, it, it's generational leaps. Um, it just doesn't feel the same.
2: I'm going to go ahead and say I think Nintendo's strategy appears to be working. I don't think that they need a
0: hundred percent. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say I, they need anything. Yeah.
2: I, I yeah. To me, I, I think you can make a, a console that lacks power, and all you have to do is design your games around the fact that they don't need power. I think sometimes that doesn't work, right? You you try to put a game on there like you know their port of the Witcher 3 that I kind of raised my eyebrow at um, that I think maybe they shouldn't, shouldn't try doing or maybe they keep trying at it with the cloud stuff they're doing. Maybe it gets a little better, but they've managed to do something crazy, which is uh, get all sorts of different types of gamers into the Switch and Nintendo ecosystem and then just power it with like you know, they've got their whole uh, nostalgia push with all of the Game Boy Advance and original Game Boy games that they announced uh, this week, with the, that I'm sure is going to drive online service. Um, they're still putting out games that do some impressive stuff with pushing the hardware. I am sure that uh, Tears of the Kingdom is going to make people forget all about the hardware limitations of the Switch because those games somehow managed to run. Quite well through some, I assume, alchemical uh, process that 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 I'll never quite understand how that how the heck that works, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it limits the types of experiences you can have, certainly. But the flip side of that is it opens up accessibility. It's such a cheap device, and uh, true you know, it. I mean, that there's well there's cheap to manufacture.
0: There. It's not that cheap to buy. I mean, they really haven't had big price cuts on the Switch. The OLED Switch is still three fifty.
2: The base one is 199 though, isn't it?
0: 299.
2: 299. Okay. Yeah, it's, I mean that's basically as expensive as Nintendo ever gets uh you <laughs> know the $300 price range, but uh you know it's still it, it it gives you experiences you can't get everywhere anywhere else. I mean, I'm I'm I've yeah. not regretted my uh my Switch model and I I don't think Nintendo feels really any pressure to release a new new hardware and I think they probably they would lose money certainly if they did, because the thing about sure. releasing new hardware is you always say, "Oh, it'll all work on the old stuff," and then developers go, "Nah, no, it's not gonna <laughs> though, right?" And so I think, uh, yeah, the, that's it. The Switch Lite is one ninety nine.
0: Switch is one ninety nine. The one yes. that doesn't
2: hook up to the thing. And I, as somebody who only plays their Switch in mobile mode, because if I'm sitting at a TV, I would just play, you know, my bigger consoles. Um, it fills a niche for me. You know, you're on the subway and you need something to play it is high quality and um i don't know it works for me for sure
0: well obviously works for a lot of people right and i yeah. i, I want to be clear that when we talk about this as many do it's certainly not for lack of understanding why nintendo does what they do right they just passed the what did they pass the playstation 4 sales i think and the uh uh something else uh, but 122 plus million units sold um i think they are only behind the ps2 if i remember correctly in terms yeah. of like the best selling console of all time now which is just not we
2: the, the wii was up there i think the wii, might wii was
0: one there. eleven or 112 something like that yeah i i off the top of my head um but it, it's it's impressive and it still continues to sell extremely well and we all know that tears of the kingdom is only gonna uh you know boost that even further so um, can't mm-hmm. complain about what they're doing in that sense financially anyway yeah. Yeah, um, I, know what they're doing. I mean yeah.
1: it's always it's been like that for six or seven years I, I yeah mean, we've had this conversation about, obviously forever. a long time ago but you know it's 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 they're not going anywhere
0: I mean yeah. I'm not worried
1: about them going I just I just it's more of from the fan Nintendo fan that I wish I could get like a higher end piece of hardware for sure that's it that's
0: it yeah, but, yeah uh, it Game passed. Boy by the way Game Boy they passed thank you Mr yeah, M Gecko was huge
2: I, I just think that the people asking for the um, the high-end Switch, they don't realize that if Nintendo ever did that, they would be killing the default Switch because developers would immediately abandon targeting those specs and would just move on to something else and uh, then stuff doesn't run well, right? That's the Cyberpunk 2077 problem. is yep. It was designed to work on those consoles, but not really, right? They targeted Xbox Series X and PS5 and then people who played on the old consoles, it was unplayable. And I don't think Nintendo would ever put out a game uh, that was unplayable on their default Switch model. So they they basically are a victim of their own success, right? They can't put out a Switch Pro because then they've invalidated however many hundreds of millions of uh, consoles they've sold to regular Switch users. It's just a okay, weird so, kind of so situation. My and,
1: response and, and,
0: to that is, uh, if it dies, it dies. which is what they say in the boardroom at nintendo you know i mean that's how they make decisions is if it dies it dies big deal
1: yeah
0: (laughs) um but yeah i mean and 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 it it's to their community as well we've talked many times about how they've merged the mobile and the console you know their divisions kind of into one right between the, the 3ds and the um the Wii at the time, and now they have a console that kind of does it all. And it's, it's proven to be the right thing for them, which is, uh, which is great. So um, mm-hmm. before we run down the direct, I don't want to let Gecko super chat sit too long, but I did want to comment on it. So let's get the super chat real quick. Dan. Sure.
1: With the six euros. Thank you, Gecko gamer. Again, for the probably hundredth time, it will always be, it, it will also be the first year where there won't be a mainline COD at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, so um he's obviously talking about the, the major kind of releases we before we started going down the Nintendo route. But I wanted to touch on this because the the there prevailing
2: I- what Did you guys see the rumors this week there actually might be a Call of Duty?
0: That's what I was going to say. The prevailing information that we had going into the year was that they were skipping a mainline Call of Duty release this year and focusing on basically year two content for Modern Warfare 2. But according to Tom Henderson and a few others, it looks like we are going to get a mainline COD this year. It's going to be Sledgehammer's release that they've been working on for a few years. Um, so I guess obviously we'll see once everything gets confirmed, but, um, from the sources that are saying we're going to get a mainline COD they're they are trustworthy sources that usually get it right. So, uh, going to be interesting to see, but I mean, obviously when COD releases, it's the biggest game of the year. So, but Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I'm still betting on, uh, not that I would bet ever against Call of Duty winning in terms of sales, but I still think Diablo four is going to blow people away in terms of how much it sells. So we'll see. But thank you, Gecko. Appreciate you as always. All right, let's go ahead and run down the Nintendo Direct. I'm going to I've kind of got the list here of the core things. There was a lot of games shown. Uh, I'm not going to touch on every single thing, but we'll hit on the big ones. Let me run down this list, guys, and then we'll talk about uh, we'll obviously talk more about Tears of the Kingdom. I want to talk about the $70 price point for Tears of the Kingdom, uh, but talk about some of these other kind of major releases as well. So we already touched on Metroid Prime. Uh, They also dropped a uh, demo for Octopath Traveler 2, not necessarily Nintendo per se, but, you know, it's aligned with Nintendo, right, from the first game. Um, They uh, talked about the expansion pass for uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which you reviewed, Travis, and uh, Volume 3 of that comes out this week, uh, a couple days on the 15th. They talked about uh, a Castlevania-based DLC for Dead Cells, which is pretty cool. Dead Cells is a great kind of uh, roguelite, so if um, you're into that, that's coming on March 6th. Uh, Bayonetta Origins, which we had seen, um, I think, it previous show somewhere. We had seen it somewhere before, uh, maybe the Video Game Awards. Uh, March 17th, that's coming. The Advanced Wars 1 and 2 reboot, which is, you know, a lot of people are kind of into Advanced Wars and been waiting on that. That's coming on April 21st. There's a Splatoon 3 expansion that's going to be coming in spring. They didn't give an official date that I saw, but just spring. There's additional content from Mario Kart 8. that just continues to get content. The best-selling game of all time on the live-service
2: game. Nintendo's in denial about that game, but it is a live-service game. And it is they, a live all, service all, game. All they're all they're missing is a season pass, and I have no clue why they don't do it. Well, they had, they had really a track pass, didn't they? Yeah, they had a track pass. They had a yeah. track pass, but I'm talking about like seasonal content with like cosmetic unlockables, various sure. sure. sort of thing. They don't have kind of that tradition. Dude, that's they, for the
1: next one. That's if they, they could Kart just turn, 9.
2: honestly, I think they accidentally fell into a live service game with Mario Kart, and the next one, it's got to be full fledged because, dude, it's crazy.
0: <laughs> um. Pikmin 4, which uh, we knew was coming, has a release date now of July 21st. So that's coming right in the middle of the summer. Interesting release date, but I think it probably fits for that game. And then, of course, uh, Tears of the Kingdom is coming on May 12th. They uh, showed more of that game. They announced the collector's edition for it, which sold out in, you know, eight seconds. Um, and then uh, it is the first, I believe, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I saw a lot of conversation about it. The first first-party game from Nintendo that's going to be $70. And their official statement for what I saw, I believe was IGN or one of the big sites that reached out to them, they said that it is a case-by-case basis. This is not going to mean that every first-party game from Nintendo is going to be $70, uh, but Tears of the Kingdom is. (laughs) So uh, let's start... With, well let's start wherever you guys want to anything how did you guys feel about this direct um you know did you a lot of content here you like anything you're interested in how'd you feel about uh kind of the presentation itself i can go first real
1: quick uh nothing uh maybe zelda that was basically the only thing that really kind of hit me other than that like i said i can't even find my switch i don't even know where it is so <laughs> none of those, i don't that, think you're their the target market, market was, at this point no definitely not <laughs> and you know Metro prime that's great uh that's about it i don't even think my kids play it anymore i think they just have it in like a drawer somewhere that's where my switch has been relegated to switch a, a drawer
0: sound a drawer. it sounds like your kids are like my son where they've gotten to that age where they're exploring pc gaming and and they're kind of yeah. just in that mode
1: i'm just telling you guys like th- th- there's a thing where it's just like oh yeah we got to have this, this, this and then you kind of kind of you kind of flatten out you're like oh and hey, nostalgia oh it's amazing uh, and then you're just like no hell with nostalgia i don't need nostalgia <laughs> get out of here with the garbage that's stupid because there's so much better stuff than what we played 20 years ago so but you know what great for nintendo it's all going to sell amazing it's going to be insane uh zelda does look cool um and i don't care about the 70 price tag to be honest with you but I haven't cared about a seventy-dollar price tag, when Sony did it or when Xbox did it. it doesn't matter. It's just how stuff works. I'm paying twelve dollars for a dozen eggs. So I mean, you know, ten dollars for this Zelda game that I'm going to get hours and hours and hours out of enjoyment out of for an extra ten bucks. No. Well, That's you only pay
2: twelve dollars for eggs.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm not in San Francisco. I can't imagine what That's it's nice. like down there um
0: <laughs> so for me because i know travis i'll let you go last and by the way uh pompa thank you for the five uh channel membership gifts uh i don't somehow we need to put like a a clause in youtube where travis cannot be gifted a membership because now i'm just gonna see ties constantly and that scares me um <laughs> but thank you very much man appreciate it um On this, um, again, I've said that, you know, I'm not the biggest target market for Nintendo either nowadays, but I know from the people I speak to that play a lot of their content, uh, this was considered one of the best directs they've had in a while, Um, even outside of Tears of the Kingdom, obviously, getting Metroid Prime finally, getting Octopath Traveler 2 demo. Advance Wars is big for them, Um, obviously, Mario Kart Eight, you know, uh, Splatoon Three getting expansion, Pikmin Four finally coming. I mean, there's a lot of stuff here. If you're in that ecosystem, and there's more than what I just said too. There, I know there's more content for Kirby. I believe uh, mm-hmm. there's uh, Is it Professor Layton? I think is coming. That's, that's um, a huge one because
2: Professor Layton was last one was the DS game. They that that franchise has been gone for a while. So this is the first time getting a, a new Layton game on the Switch. Um, so that that's huge.
0: And also they, yeah.
2: they're re-releasing an old DS game. Um was it Ghost Detective or Spirit Spirit? I can't I remember. I can find
0: it. I've got the whole list. The whole list can be found on seasongaming.com. But yeah, um, you,
2: you, play, you play Ghost Cop in that game and it was made by the uh Ghost the Trick guy.
0: Phantom Ghost Detective. Ghost
2: Trick Phantom Detective, yes. Uh that it was that game was made by the same guy who made the Ace Attorney series, so Oh. Uh, I you like storytelling stuff. I, I hear the story in that game is very good. I've, I've actually not uh, finished that game. I, I played part of it. So okay, uh, this is an opportunity for me to finally play that game.
0: Yeah, they taught a uh, new Tron game, Tron Identity. Uh, mm-hmm. Samba de Amigo, of all things. Sega like Classic is coming with a new entry. Um, it just says Summer on that one. I'm trying to go through the whole list to see if there's anything else that jumps Didn't out. They in add a game. bunch of like, stuff to their online
2: yeah, Game, Game Boy. Boy Advance, and Game, and, Boy, and, uh, Game, and Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. And,
0: and, yeah, yep. Uh, Disney Illusion Island, which looked, uh, you know, obviously, if you're into kind of the Disney stuff with Mickey and Donald and stuff, that's coming July 28th. That looked really interesting. There's the expansion pass for Fire Emblem Engage. You know, I know we don't talk a lot here on Big Cast about these franchises, but these are big franchises, a lot Huge. of people play them, they just don't happen to be our audience per se. Uh, but there's, there's a lot of stuff here, so if you need a full rundown. Uh, like I said, we covered it all on the site. You can check that out quickly and easily. But it, it was a big show, man. Big show.
1: I did a good job, man. I can't. I can't. I mean, from a content perspective, it was really, really good. Just uninteresting to me.
0: So, sure. Yeah. There's nothing know, wrong mean, with
1: that, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and but but to to sit here and, and and kind of dismiss it, maybe like I sounded like I was. It's it's not. It's just it's just it's a huge. Thing for them. I mean this is why they have a regular switch and why they're not working on new hardware because they're putting out Tetris for the original Game Boy on the Switch and (laughs) it (laughs) needs little power to do so. But that was probably my favorite thing was the Tetris for the old Game Boy, because that was my dad's favorite game to play. He played that so much, and that was I I, every time I see it, I'm just like, Oh man, there it is. I still got a yellow Game Boy upstairs that you know, I still you know, that he left me so
0: I was going to say, if you think back to the original Game Boy release with Tetris, and now if you look back on that, especially the younger generation who really wasn't around or old enough you know, to play Game Boy at release per se, um, it, it's it's hard to explain just how big of a thing that was, despite it being so incredibly simple when you look at it now, right? But it was a phenomenon. Um, and it, it's still just kind of incredible to reflect on. Let's not forget, I mean, you go back to the original Game Boy, not only is it not color, right, but it didn't even have a backlight. Like, I remember sitting under a lamp, you know what I mean, at night and just trying to play oh, those games, and no, it's just no, no, comical.
1: No, the, the, the thing that flipped over. No,
0: I wasn't rich, Dan. Calm down, okay?
1: You <laughs> had to have that thing that just flipped over. It was just a square with, like, a light on it that attached to the Game Boy, and you had to use that we would sit there and just pass it back and forth i'm like yeah come on you know so we'd sit there and do it for hours you ever get the
2: little the little plug-in mm-hmm. oh, the little like little, like that? little wired light and yeah, it yeah, goes up like that and goes over oh. your screen
1: it's like a box some kind of it's like a, a square frame oh that had, like yeah that right?
2: was for the old i guess i'm talking about the game boy color game boy color yeah, had like a it. little crazy straw that would go and <laughs> this guy in his
0: color it. Yeah, <laughs> a typical san francisco hey, hipster right. yeah sorry
2: we have color here <laughs> um yeah uh, no but i had a uh, i had the original game well, i actually still have my old brick uh in the in, my, in the, the brick. brick the brick yes. dude got it it's good yeah console.
0: <laughs> um so the the 70 conversation i don't have a lot to say on this i think that you know this is this is Nintendo's sorry. I just jumped from Game Boy to back to tears of the kingdom, but um, this is Nintendo's premier franchise, Zelda breath of the wild. As much as I've joked about it, um, it is, you know, considered one of the greatest games ever. It's one of the best selling games ever. Um, It's people have been waiting for this follow up to it. I mean, it, if I'm Nintendo, yeah, this is a $70 game. You know what I mean? It just, it is what it is. I, I, Does it, you can argue all you want about does it deserve to be $70? I don't even know how you would define that, honestly, Uh, realistically, without just debating and getting into personal opinions. um, I I have no care that it's $70. It doesn't matter to me. Um, So, but to me, it's not surprising. Um, you know, you see the industry's moving that way. More and more publishers are going to $70. It shouldn't be surprising to anyone, even though Nintendo's kind of their own thing and they, they're they a little behind in times of certain things and methodologies. The fact that this is the sequel to Breath of the Wild, one of their most successful games ever, doesn't surprise me. It's $70. Does
1: it, does it like, I don't understand, like, why people are upset about it, I guess.
0: I understand it's more money,
1: obviously, but... I mean, did people expect games to just stay at $60 for the next, like, 30 or 40 years? I think or- their
0: argument, the argument I've seen against it is that because the industry has grown so much, and it's more technically, there's more revenue streams in the gaming industry today, right, than there was, well, ever. Um That if you look at kind of the revenue streams and the profitability of some of these major publishers, they're making more money. So why are games more expensive? That's the argument against it. They want
1: these publishers to eat the cost of the extra stuff. I understand
0: that.
1: Yeah, yes, but it yeah, that's dumb. That's dumb.
0: It can also be a shallow-minded view because you know profitability depends on your portfolio as well right uh, and deliverables and a number of other things and revenue is not profit and those two things are often misconstrued um, and so there's just there's a lot of context and nuance to the conversation rather than just saying they're making a lot of money games should be cheaper that that's not how that's not how it works that's not how any industry works um, they are also,
2: a lot of these companies are more profitable than they've ever been as well they, they are yeah. Corporate profits yeah. are super high, and if you're in the United States, corporate tax rate just got significantly lower. A couple yes, years it ago. did. And there's a, uh, yeah, I, I, I get why people are upset about it. Again, this is why I'm glad I review games where the price doesn't matter, does not part of the equation. But uh, I get it, man. I get why people would be upset. Oh, about Oh, sorry, that.
0: I was just typing without mute. Sorry about that. It's okay. Right. I like um,
2: hearing your mechanical keyboard.
0: <laughs> um sure but it doesn't take into account uh cost to develop or the number of games they make or ongoing support or multiple platforms i mean and and i realize all of that ties back to profit and revenue at some point right it's a converging stream in conversation um but i mean at the same time i don't know i don't know i also i also get the counter that games are cheaper to distribute nowadays right like they don't have to package and ship and you know, the digital, uh, the, the profit margin of game delivery is higher too. So, I mean, I can see some arguments there, but it just doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't bother Even me. if
2: you take all of that, you know, context out, even if you wanted to just looking at the consumer's decision, which is, uh, are games $10 better? Th- that's an interesting, uh, because that's basically the only question the consumer has to care about, right? Are games worth ten dollars? Sure. Are we getting today?
0: more for the ten dollars? Yeah,
2: yes. or and it's ten dollars actually more if we account for inflation and other stuff, right? Uh, so I, I think that there's certainly an argument to be made, and it again, this is a personal choice, it is up to you if it's worth your money. Um, luckily, we've got deals and things go on sale over time, so but yeah, I, I, 100% empathize with the person who says $70 is bullshit. Like it, you know, companies are making more money. You can look at it from that angle of like, well, they're kind of just raising prices just to raise them. You know, I get that. Um, and you can also take look at it from the quality perspective of, well, games are not $10 better. So why are they charging me more and giving me less and all fine debates and opinions to have? And, people make their own decision but yeah i don't have a problem with the logic in any of those i, I get why people are upset
0: yeah I, I agree i get that i guess it just doesn't uh, bother me to the same degree but um yeah there, there's a lot that can be said on and, and again the thing i would caution against is painting with broad strokes right there are there's probably situations in companies uh where they're as you just said right the the cost to um develop The cost of distribution, the uh, profitability margins of specific titles uh, may call for a title to be more in one instance where not necessarily uh, the next. You know, we've talked about things in the past where like I'm going to think of a bad example here, but what's a $70 game? So you think of something like a Callisto protocol. That's the first thing that popped in my head. It's a eight hour game. 10 hours if you're moving slowly, right? Um, high production value, but not nothing mind-blowing. You know, I enjoyed it for what it was. I think I gave it a seven or seven and a half, right? Um, and that's a $70 game. Uh, then I look at something like Elden Ring. That's a $70 game. Uh, or it might even have been 60. I don't remember. But I look at Elden Ring, and I'm like, that's a game I can put 500 hours into. And is the scope of that game is so far beyond what, um, what do you call it, uh, Proto- Calista Protocol is, How are those two things cost the same? But that's just the way the industry's always been. They have to have they have like an MSRP for your standard major release, and I'm not saying it's right, but I I I think there would it would uh, there's a conversation there to be had around um, you know uh, pricing model that may be broader than just everything needs to be sixty or seventy dollars.
1: That was kind of all
0: over the place, but sorry. I
1: mean, it's well, it's a systemic problem. So, I mean, it's 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 not going to change anytime soon, uh, and we're probably going to pay eighty dollars soon. You know, hell, there's Ubisoft <laughs> releases a hundred and twenty dollar version of all their games. You know, I mean, it's it's Ains has
2: been paying one hundred and eighty dollars for games for years because it was giant boxes with statues in them.
1: I mean, isn't it, so. yeah. I mean, it's it's capitalism. Shit happens. What are you going to do, man? I mean, that's that's the way I look at. it. I I gotta either evolve or get the hell out of the hobby. Is basically what's gonna end up happening. Yeah,
2: I I will say this about the 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 price thing. I get why people are upset about it, but we do we do fortunately live in a game where games are the more accessible, the most accessible they've ever been, which I think is a pro of of the of the industry. Um, Now, with some of that, you have to kind of pick and choose. Like you have to wait for PlayStation to make it their uh, game with gold or game with gold what do they call no that's xbox uh yeah yeah, i don't know know. who who even remembers um and uh (laughs) or you have to wait for it to go on game pass or ea play or you know one of those other apps um but you you can on a extremely small budget a lot of games are free now right apex legends great game you can play that for free um yeah so i i think uh there's pros and cons to this situation. Uh, it's up to developers and publishers to re- each run their own business. Um, I do think there's a little bit of like, you know, pr- pressure within the industry to raise prices since everybody's doing it. There's probably an accountant somewhere going, "Why don't we charge ten dollars more too?" Look, everybody. Yeah, of me, course, you know? there is. Kind of, it kind of just becomes a, a fad. But um, yeah, I, I, I think I understand why Nintendo thinks that they can charge ten dollars extra for Tears of the Kingdom. I think I get sure. that. Of course. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. And a- as you just kind of commented on too, right? We live in an age where the gaming industry is so big and so many games are releases. And there's we had the long conversation about live service and only being able to invest time and money into so many of those, right? What we see, and we joke about this with Ubisoft all the time, we're only talking about the week of game releases, right? Game prices come down pretty rapidly in today's market where that wasn't always the case either, right? If you're willing to wait a month, for major game releases, you'll save a ton of money. Not with Nintendo because Nintendo just keeps their prices ridiculous forever. Um, but yeah,
1: they, they you got to wait a little bit longer for them as well. Yeah, now, but Nintendo, a, a lot no, of you're, tons. Yeah, you're, you're taking like five years down the road. You're still playing, you know, eighty dollars or seven, seventy dollars mm-hmm. for that. What was that one game? Where, I can't remember. It launched with it. I can't remember what the hell that game was. Where it was like which console? It was like yeah, Wii Sports. You, it wasn't Wii Sports. It was damn. Now I'm gonna have to
2: talk about it. arms. Explain it to me. Yeah, arms. arms. That was it. <laughs>
1: arms. It's still like full price everywhere you go. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got a couple comments on this too. Let's go ahead and get these super chats.
1: Sure. Fusion 64 with five dollar super chat. In mm. industry where layoffs are happening, Nintendo just gave all employees a 10% raise. See, that's awesome. Oh, if
0: yeah. o- if only it worked that <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, right. yeah. If it That's, was like that uh,
1: everywhere, we'd be all right. I yeah. understand where these people are coming from for sure. I just, you know, but I also buy way less games than I used to. So, fewer. It, it doesn't, I guess it doesn't bother me, you know, from that point of view. So, yeah. I, I don't have, you know, I mean, I see people sitting there like ah, $70 games, but my backlog is so huge. We'll finish a damn game first and then maybe save some money up for seven, that extra 10 bucks. I mean you can't say you're gonna have both, man. I think
0: sense. the excitement of new releases is uh oh, sure. yeah and fear the FOMO there is huge. Yeah. It's yes. like you don't yeah. have to buy all these games you can't even play at release. Like pace you yourself a bit. Realize. Um The fusions point, though, it's funny because, you know, that's that's not how it works. Right. We know the money's not just going to the devs uh, from this raise uh, directly. But again, that's why I said you need to be careful painting with broad strokes because different companies do different things. They have different profit sharing levels, how they take care of their employees, you know, corporate uh, executive benefits. There's there's just way too much that goes in each of these companies, and a lot of which we don't even know because it's not public information. Uh, so it's it's hard to paint with a, a broad brush in that regard. But yeah. Uh, and then thank you, Fusion, for the Super Chat. And Gecko back again.
1: Yeah, with the 11 euros. Again, Gecko, I want to say that demand made the game more expensive. But with digital distribution, the supply is infinite so the whole equation goes out the window. Yeah. I mean that's a fair point. Yeah, digital
0: it's distribution really not, definitely.
2: Yeah, it, it I don't think games have ever really been distribution because uh DVD discs are pretty hard, uh, easy to come by. Um it, it's it's mostly been uh demand is bizarre for games because they're creative, so you never know which ones are going to be a hit and which ones aren't. And so Uh, It's really a budgeting game. How much money can I spend on a game? How good can I make it versus how big is the audience? And unfortunately, it's not like um, some industries where, you know, if you make uh, vacuums, you know exactly how many people you have to sell to and how many people buy vacuums and have
0: vacuums. (laughs) Vacuums. Uh, (laughs) Is that where your (laughs) mind went? If you're selling
2: a widget, right? Like a car or whatever, like a a, a product that people, uh, you know exactly how many people need them and how
0: many people are going to buy them. You know,
2: yeah, it's like vacuum. I, like I don't
0: know why I found that so funny. It's just a weird jump. You went the vacuum, it, 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 it's,
2: it's just it, it. people use that as like the uh default thing you're selling. Uh, but but uh, yeah, if, if you're selling something like that, you always know how big your market is, but with games. You know, you don't know how big of an audience Hogwarts Legacy has really, you know, because how many, what is the Venn diagram of people that play video games who also like Harry Potter and how many people like open world <laughs> Apparently a lot. Versus, apparently it's so a Venn lot. So I,
1: for vacuum owners 100%. and Harry Potter fans, probably 100%. 100%, right? Maybe Actually, 99. you know
2: what? Harry Potter, <laughs> like probably use brooms. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Woo! Oh my God. Wow. We went there. Yep, Wait, should they make should they make an expansion where you get to ride a vacuum? That actually makes more <laughs> sense. Yeah, do like a sponsorship like,
1: with Hoover or something. Yeah, right? they should.
2: Because yeah. honestly, it would make more sense to ride a vacuum because you could just have it blow out. It's like a little turbo yes. boost, right? It shoots right. out the dust. I like how you're going. <sighs> What's wrong, Ains?
1: Yep.
0: This is what dealing with Slytherin every week. Every week, I deal with these two Slytherin. Hey, Buggers. we're just
2: trying to make a buck here, okay? <laughs> so not in the old ways.
1: Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Gecko, thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you. And we got Don Lionheart in the house as well.
1: All right. Well, you know what? He has uh, two, so I'm going to read these in order. Uh, <gasps> two $10 super chats from Don Lion. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes. No, you're reading the wrong one. You're, you're reading the wrong one. No, I'm not. Hello, friends. I hope you are all well. I'm still using archives to kill time. While driving to my girlfriend in Jacksonville, yes, she's my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, we did it. Nice we work, take Don. Credit for that. We like it. It's all due to Bitcast and love that we spread here. And the second, uh, I want to give you guys a big shout out and thank you for listening or listening. Dragon Age, as having a great DLC a few weeks ago, Dragon Age is a top three for me and is underappreciated. Love you all, Don. We love you and we love your girlfriend. Uh, we love your relationship <laughs> and everything about it. So. Enjoy the ride. Right. Enjoy the ride. That's, that's
2: going be the, the first <laughs> first bit cast couple, right? Yes.
1: That's. Right. that's uh...
2: Oh Travis, man. Travis, yeah. Travis
1: will fly down to Florida. I'm putting this out there right now and officiate your wedding because he needs to. You probably right. have that license, don't you? I do. So, I've actually officiated weddings
2: before. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. Perfect. No, I uh, I
2: yeah, I've got I'm all done. the
1: licenses.
2: You gotta you gotta spend your time somehow. This is amazing. I'm
0: gonna be honest with everyone listening. This show got away from me.
1: I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what it's happened. news week, guys. <laughs> yeah. We're all right. We'll get on time. I'm, a, oh I'm, my actually, God.
2: Uh, I'm actually licensed to marry people in all 50 states of the United States. That's <laughs> actually kind of rare. Totally
0: oh, my amazing. God. Guys, thank you for the super chats, Get go. Don, congrats. Glad to hear uh, about the relationship. That's fantastic. Our, our official big cast couple. Love to mm. hear it. Big cast. We're matchmakers over here. It's what we do. Yep. yeah and with that we go back to the proper frame to celebrate you know what i mean that's mm, so. right mm-hmm. it's good stuff it's good stuff oh my god too funny hey neo game spark in the chat what's going on man good to see you brother <laughs> oh, um man, by the way um i i want to take a, a large segue real quick but can we quickly since we're just off topic at the moment anyway quickly talk about how bad fast x looks can we talk How about that. How dare you, sir? What? How? Oh. I muted him. Don't worry, yeah, you don't have to listen nice. to it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, it oh. looks doesn't it look
1: atrocious? Like, like when I saw Jason Momoa, I was like, I thought he was in the Hobbs and Shaw one, but that was actually Roman Reigns. They look really similar, you know. So I mean, I, I was like, <laughs> what are they doing? Here? Maybe that's his brother. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know what anyone's oh, doing here. Now, now they got, got jets. jets. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's what jets. Is, now there's so
0: I don't know it's, what's it's, going
1: on. I'm not sure how you can top that.
0: I, I don't know. It's real bad. It's yeah. real bad. Like mm-hmm. and then Vin sure. Diesel just sounds like, you know, he he started taking stories when he was like four and it just not, you know, he's completely blown his brain out. I, I don't know what's happening with this. It's bad he's not a
1: smart man, as Forrest Gump would say. That's that's what I kind of get from him. So
0: it's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah. I thankfully on this show anyway, we don't know anyone know anyone. Who really kind of takes that seriously i don't know anyone who takes it seriously to be honest Mm -hmm. but you know anyway oh travis Um, is back what's up dude um we were just talking about tears of the kingdom we're gonna move on um (laughs) (laughs) say your piece (laughs) go ahead you are chomping at the bit i see it i'm champing at the bit horses champ ains
2: okay uh yes i am uh just for that uh, i'm gonna
0: mute you again what now (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, this is
0: too much fun. Yeah, All right, go funny. ahead, go ahead. You're in, you're in. Go, go.
2: Fast X is awesome. I'm very excited for the next, uh the next chapter in the first and only <laughs> live action anime. If anybody wants to come and watch it with me and a bunch of other IGNers, I am renting a theater on May 19th. It is a black tie event. uh There will be Fast and Furious trivia. Hold on one through- second. This is not oh, a joke. This, this isn't is not a big. joke. This is not a joke. I am actually doing this. Uh, yeah. There, there will be Fast and Furious trivia with prizes beforehand, hosted by yours truly, uh, and uh, Ains and Dan. I expect both of you to fly out to San Francisco. It's at the Alamo Draft House, which is a classy theater. They serve alcohol and food. And we have California. them here. Yeah, they're good yeah, theater. Yeah, yeah, there you go. The same thing. Well, yeah. it's it's mine on May nineteenth. If you it's can mine. get Han, I'll be there. That's the rule. Han, Han Solo.
0: No, Did you know that's Han. his name?
2: Han, his name is Han, Han Sol, S-E-O-U-L-O-H. o h. Han Solo. It Han. It's Han. Yeah, it's not oh, his real name. It's an alias. He's actually a character from a different uh, Justin Lin movie, um, Better Luck Tomorrow, which uh, is an underrated indie film. Uh, oh, sorry. Am I going too deep into the Fast and Furious lore, which exists and is super dense?
0: You see why uh, I muted him, right? In yeah. all yeah. seriousness, if I as much as I joke about, it, if I was local to you and I had a way of getting there, seriously, I would definitely come join you yeah, because that sounds like a lot of fun. It really does. I don't care about the movie at all, but what you're putting on for it sounds fun.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, <clears throat> come on down and water's <laughs> fine. You can visit the old you can visit your old haunts, your old we'll go to all your yeah. favorite places. Your where'd you go to school? I don't know. We'll we'll go there.
0: It'll be great. I don't know. I was I was I a remember. baby. No. Okay. Great. No. Uh, <laughs> um, by the way, uh, Tom 909 says Travis holding a wedding in a Florida cracker barrel needs to happen.
2: Well, I don't know team. when
0: that would ever happen, but that that sounds like something that does if need. If somebody
2: to happen. asked me to officiate their wedding in Florida in a cracker barrel, just pay for my ticket, I'd do it. Let's That's go. awesome.
0: If you do it, I'm going. Yeah, I'll oh. be there. Do. do
2: you assume you're going to get invited to the wedding? You don't know these people, <laughs> like, what are you there for? I'm, I'm officiating, to- you know, I've got a job at least.
0: <laughs> I'm there for the biscuits, man. Come on, <laughs> Great,
2: you're, <laughs> right. you're just at the restaurant, they didn't even rent it out. It's just, it's still right,
0: operating. To, what is this? What is a cracker barrel? Beast
1: mode? I mean, I can't even with this what? stuff.
0: What is a cracker barrel? Don't you oh. guys start? Uh, Don is- Lionheart is uh back with two more super chats. Uh, let's go oh, ahead and knock cow. these out.
1: Uh, widget is used all the time in legal hypothesis. Hypoth- uh, hypotheticals. If I could talk today, this whole fast <laughs> X thing has got me flustered. Two dollars, yeah. Widget
2: Widget yeah. is more ubiquitous than vacuums. Sorry, yeah. Yes, yeah.
1: Like <laughs> and if Travis can rent a theater, IGN pays him too much. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I am not, the rent- Legacy tr- trust story?
2: me, I'm not renting that theater with IGN money. All right, I have many <laughs> jobs. <so. laughs>
0: I mean, IGN spent all their money on uh, the nine for Hogwarts Legacy, from what I heard. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Wait, wouldn't they get paid? They paid somebody else to get a nine? <laughs> Wait, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they spent their money to get a nine? I don't, I mean, how, how is this business viable?
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, we got a couple more to get to. Uh, BMG is Bald Man Gamer, by the way. Is what? I'm sorry. Bald Man Gamer.
1: Baldman man gamer. I like this guy. Yeah. All right. With the uh, $1.79 pounds, I guess. Like $1.79. Yeah. I Dollars. can't even talk to man. This old Fast sex thing has got me going crazy. Just want to say hello from the United Kingdom. Thank you, uh, bald man gamer. We appreciate you. We appreciate yeah. your baldness. Uh, sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Good to God, see you, man. I'm
2: loving all these super chats. Yeah. I want you to read the mains. I want you to read all these quotes from Fast oh, and man. Furious. Dan, make them. Dan, make him, Dan, make him do right. it. All right, I got it. I got it.
0: I want to quickly, before we move on, I'm going to shout out Ballman Gamer. I'm actually joining them on their show. I was supposed to be on their PSM Party podcast this past Wednesday, as happens in my career, work through me a curveball. I had to cancel on them. But we're going to do it this Wednesday. So shout out to Ballman Gamer. Looking forward to chatting with those guys uh, later this week. So thank you for the super chat. We got Mariana Pompa in the house with a $5 super chat. With one of, and Funny enough, Travis, I use this quote a lot. Jokingly, as we're playing Halo, so granny shifting, not double clutching like you should. Which, if you know anything about driving in cars, you know that that entire quote is absurd and doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't FCU. <laughs> that's
2: the family because the FCU has
0: no Halo. bearing on actual cars or driving. So that's fair. That,
2: I mean, it is a fantasy.
0: So I mean, that's, that's okay. fair. If you call it a fantasy, it makes more sense. So. There you go.
2: I mean, it is, and, dude. He's, he stomps on a parking garage and collapses it. All right? He's more powerful yeah. than Captain America. He, it's clearly a fantasy film.
1: Is, is the FCU family?
2: Family Cinematic Universe, yeah. Okay. I coined that phrase. It's going to catch on.
0: <laughs> it's very- God, somebody be- <laughs> Thank you, Papa. <laughs> and Sarko in the house with... You almost had me. Four ninety nine right. Super Chat, Sark. Thank Thanks. you so much. My God. My God. It does make me want to go back and watch the first one again now, I'll be honest with you. No, it doesn't. It does a little bit. It does a little no, bit. Because the first one's the only one that actually has like eight minutes of decent footage. Um, How dare so. you, sir? How
2: <laughs> dare you? <laughs> the, a the best Fast and Furious movie is Fast Five, where they do a heist in Brazil. All right? And you would know if you watched the trailer this week that Jason Momoa's character is the son of Reyes, the bad guy from Fast Five, who's coming back to get revenge on them for the sins of the past. You guys know nothing <laughs> of Fast and Furious, okay? <laughs> this is serious stuff here. I so what what are your
1: feelings on Hobbs and Shaw though? Like, or is that like just a, you know, it's a, it's an offshoot, it's right? right. So. It's, a, it's a, it's a side, side quest. Uh, okay. I mean, as okay. a movie, it's not it's
2: terribly good, but it, it helps build out the the universe. I'm a fan right. of it. Guys, yeah. did you know
0: that it's Fast a Ubisoft Furious, side quest? What you
2: know, Fast and Furious has had a Netflix show for years now, and it's actually pretty good. It's an animated show.
1: Okay, I'm moving on. Wow, um, how it, how could you make it worse? Animated, <laughs> perfect.
2: <laughs> it's for children, Dan. It's an entry level where you get to learn about Dom's nephew bro.
0: Vin Diesel's now educating our children
2: <laughs> he should be because oh Fast and God. Furious is fantastic and Vin Diesel is the greatest actor of our lifetime <laughs> I'm clipping that one what's
1: that you, you've been here for so long and now I'm just going back and like after that comment I'm just like well pretty much everything he said has been just garbage After what, Vin Diesel is the best American, or whatever it is you just said.
2: Nothing else matters
1: at this point. His charisma is unmatched, Dan. You don't even have verses anymore. Just put a big W over, you know, Hope when he comes back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, this is crazy. We got a
0: couple other uh, um, channel member chats. Uh, Googleman says free chats for broke people. Stork Reason is a great candy. Buy it probably at the airport little fun fact for you. Um, and Big Mad Mo says, just saying the Fast series should have ended a long time ago. Other than that, great show, fellas. Wrong. Big, Big Mad Mo is always on point. You know what I mean? He knows Wrong. what he's talking about. Gal Gadot was the best part of Fast Five.
2: That's a good point. She was also in Fast, Fast and Furious, the fourth movie, which she played one of the bad guys before inevitably joining the family, as they always do. Uh, so... I mean, you could argue that she was the best part of four. I would say she definitely is the best part of four because four has one of the weaker stories, although it did introduce, uh, Dominic Toretto's, um, world's greatest detective mechanic, where apparently he can look at skid marks on the ground from a car, like, you know, and, and he can just like see what happened because he is so smart and he knows so much about cars that he can, he has like <laughs> pretty natural <laughs> investigative skills. Um, you guys need to watch Fast and Furious.
0: Through cars my don't eyes. leave skid marks. Tires do, and any tires, tires can go on different cars. You can't tell the you know, car from the tires.
2: the part of the, you know, the tires are car, parts of the car. It's part of it, <laughs> it's part of it. They go on the car. I can't do this. Kind of of I, can't,
0: this I can't do this. You just um, don't
2: understand the the genius of this. Oh franchise. my god!
0: All right, we got a couple more super chats about this. Fast and Furious. Why did I even mention Fast x Uh, although it's been a nice diversion in a slow news week. So Rob Frawley in the house with the $10 super chat says, I live my life a quarter mile at a time and nothing else matters.
2: I love Mariona Pompa right <laughs> now. Sorry. No, that's totally. Rob
0: Frawley. That's Rob Frawley. Oh, oh never sorry. mind. I'm sorry. Another that, super that, chat. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, by the way, um Love you, Rob. Thank you. <laughs> in uh the uk and, and europe actually a drag race is a full mile not our crap quarter mile like we do here but full mile over there
2: why is that first of all if you watch fast eight you would know that they do the cuban mile as well which is a full <laughs> mile in one of their drag races Ains, you're so ignorant you're so <laughs> ignorant about the fast and Furious franchise. <laughs>
0: Thank you. I've never been been told something so kind. I appreciate you. So good. (laughs) good. Uh, Thank you, Rob. Bald Man Gamer back with a 179 quid. Uh, Super chat. I only like Vin Diesel because he is bald. Fair. 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 It's about his only redeeming quality, to be honest with you.
2: How dare you? you. How dare you? Did you know Vin (laughs) Diesel has an identical twin brother? It's true.
0: (laughs) Are we talking about in the movie or no
2: in real life? I'm serious, not Dominic Toretto, but they could use him. That would be a twist.
0: <laughs> I'm so out of sorts right now. Um, it, oh my god. All right, Mariotta Pomp with the two dollar super chat. And I know he did this because I cannot say anything with an accent, a Spanish accent, well. So you're saying this one, do it.
2: Uh, well, it's not said with a Spanish accent, it's said by uh Tyrese Gibson's character, uh, okay, the mouth,
0: as he sometimes
2: referred to Ejecto sido, cuz after he uh ejects a guy in um in one of the movies. It's like you've it's like you've never lived, Ains. Just allow yourself oh. to feel joy. You know what I found? Here's here's two things I will say un- unironically. Number one, <laughs> I don't you, have you. Never, you have never experienced a positive fandom until you've met the Fast and Furious fandom. They are the most welcoming, genuinely nice. There's no assholes in that group. Like they are just pure joy. And two, if you if you enjoy the Fast and Furious series, the really the thing that makes you enjoy it and and makes other people not be able to enjoy it is your ability to just like let go and and be happy you know what i mean like the people who have a lot what else are you gonna style. do
0: it's not like you can take it seriously all but you could, say, is, you could say you could say that about is, other franchises
2: no you can't because every other franchise has toxic t- toxicity like i wish i could say that about star wars that you can't really like star wars and that unless you you Yeah, but star Joy, wars but
0: is fun. generally a good ip of course, but, there's going to be invested. Okay, first, of
2: all, first of all, I agree that it's generally a <laughs> good IP. But look, there are too many toxic people in Star Wars that are look. people look for different things in Star Wars and the different franchises. But in the Fast and Furious franchise, the common thread seems to be people are there to just be happy. It's like out of it's got it just emanates positivity. And if you don't like Fast and Furious, I already know a lot of things about you. I know about 50% of what I need to know about you as a person, which is <laughs> you're you're you you let the 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 childlike spirit of wonder and the the world crush you, right? You 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 forgot to retain the spirit of youth that I think is a valuable mm. part of just existing. Um and and that in that you you'll never really you'll never see the world the way that I see it, which is <laughs> It was a, <laughs> a beautiful thing. All
0: right. Well, I will just leave it with Night Tilt's $2 Super Chat, and I'll just say you never had me. You never had your car.
2: Fair. He didn't. He yeah. used his NOS way too
0: soon. That I do remember sure that. Before. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah because really that's good. from the first one.
1: Yeah. We're going to have to change yeah. the, the the thumbnail on this YouTube video now. And Apparently. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've talked longer about this in Hogwarts Legacy. Let, me review, <laughs> let me review Fast and Furious game, Dan, please. You want me
2: to review it? What? No, sorry, I was talking to Dan Stapleton through the show. Oh, Dan Stapleton. Okay. <laughs> let me review Fast and Furious.
0: <laughs> well, I uh, did not expect that tangent. I don't know if I'm happy I brought it up or sad or sorry I brought it up. I'm not sure which. It's probably a mixture of both um no matter what we had a good laugh uh it was a slow news week like we said anyway so we'll uh you know we had a little fast x conversation you are pumped for that though when is it may may 12th May nineteenth. 19th. 19th. may 19th okay all right it's going to be a good well day. i hope you enjoy it sir i will um <laughs> So it feels weird to even try and transition at this point or segue to another topic. Uh, I did want to mention, I know you guys don't play it, but it's kind of big news from what I understand in the Apex Legends community that they got the new season going called Revelry. Uh, This is what I've been told is the biggest update to Apex Legends since it launched four years ago. It's kind of like a four year celebration. Of the game, Uh, they revised the classes, they added Team Deathmatch, they had a new playlist, Uh, there's a new collection you can unlock things that are exclusive for a couple of weeks, Uh, new weapon in the game, etc. So if you're an Apex Legends fan, I wanted to shout that out. It is a very enjoyable game. I haven't played it in a few months, now. I was playing it for a little while there, but it was messing up my Halo game, and that's, well, that's not allowed. Um, so, um, <laughs> but, uh, from everything I hear from the guys I talked to, like, uh, game positive and Eric and, uh, Rob and a few others in the gaming, uh, season gaming community, they say that this is fantastic. So I wanted to shout that out. You guys will just nod your heads approvingly. Okay. Awesome. Good. <laughs> Oh yeah, right. and people have asked when, when's the uh, Fast and Furious? When's the Fast podcast coming? The Fast Cast.
2: I would absolutely do a Fast and Furious podcast uh, if I could find anybody who would want to
0: do that with me. Well, apparently it's a- like they're all super positive, so you should be able to find some people.
2: They're all super positive. I just don't know any Fast and Furious content creators, you know what I mean? Like it
0: I wonder why. Of- yeah, curious.
2: <laughs> because how could you top the movies? How could you make content?
1: Listen, unless unless, okay. unless uh, Diesel. All right, no,
0: anyway. I didn't want to go back. I didn't want to go back. I didn't want, a, want to go back. Just do a limited. Series. I want
1: to do it. I do just, like yeah. do like a like like a two hour show on every movie until ten. I mean, you can just and then have like a. Limited it's not a bad age. idea to be honest with bad. Bad each other. And you can go into right. the intricacies of the you know I just need relationships to make of account. the family. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean, like. Just the fast though. cast by mean? the way. I, I am A patenting
0: 11. the fast cast.
2: No, it'd be the yeah. cast, the the cast and the furious.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's good too. Yeah. That's cast good too. and the
1: curious. <laughs> too
2: cast. Too curious. too cast <laughs> by curious. That
0: sounds like an entirely different topic. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah exactly. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Hogwarts.
0: Um <clears throat> lastly, I want to shout out, uh well, not shout out, but I want to comment on the last of us. Uh, HBO show. So episode five came out on Friday. So uh, they're more than halfway through the season now. So we know that season one of this show is all of The Last of Us 1 The Game. And we know that season two is going to start into The Last of Us 2 The Game. Um, I was really big on this adaptation and I still am to a degree. I thought there were a couple missteps in this last episode, but what it occurred to me, I was watching this with my mom And my wife, who don't know anything about the show, obviously, other than what I've told them, the game, I mean, other than what I've told them. And it kind of uh, made me laugh after episode five, because what is occurring to me now, guys, is we start to get more of these adaptations. And I know we've talked about uh, we've all talked about bad video game adaptations for a while now. But as we get more of these that are highly reviewed and seem to be better than what we've gotten in the past to some degree, what I'm starting to really find funny now is I'm going to become that guy like the book people where it's going to be like, yeah, the show was good. It's not as good as the game. And I feel like we're going to see that more and more as we get more of these gaming adaptations. We know Horizon's coming. We know God of War is coming. We know Gears Wars War is coming. We know all these different kind of big IPs in the gaming community or gaming industry are coming to shows or movies. And I feel like we gamers here are going to become the new generation of the book people saying, yeah, it was good. It's just not as good as the game.
1: I don't think you can, it's, it's, I'm probably going to be in that boat as well. I haven't seen it yet, but the problem is, I mean, there's just such, such a, such a different medium and there's such, there's so much more interactivity when you are holding that controller and controlling those characters than just watching them do exactly what you just did, even though (laughs) the last of us is, you know, very, very story driven and a lot of meandering around and I love the game. Don't get me wrong. It just, you know, it, it, it really kind of screams, you know, limited HBO max series. So, you know, it's, it's actually probably one of the most perfect adaptations that you can probably, I mean, in in a sense that, you know, it's kind of meant for that medium. More so than something like, you know, Assassin's Creed or Halo or something, you know, so
0: let's let's not talk about Halo, please. I'm having a good time today. I'm smiling. You know what I mean? That's yeah. go.
1: That's all. I'll I'll just mention it.
0: Yeah. I mean, Halo is still better than fast, but generally speaking.
2: You know, Ains, I get totally. that being a fan of three four three this long means that you no longer know what a studio being run well looks like. But uh, Fast that's and Furious, cool. oof, Fast and Furious, uh, you know they're doing pretty
1: well. <laughs> seventh largest franchise in the yeah, world, a, I think. I can't even cool. argue with that. I'm on Travis's on that one.
0: I can't. Yeah, the yeah, I can't argue with the financials. That's for damn sure. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I just don't think um. As I watch this, like, I just like all I've all I'm starting to find myself saying now is, yeah, I'm enjoying this. And I think that Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey and, and the cast are doing a great job. And, you know, there's a lot of positives I can throw towards it. Um, but it just, just not the same. I don't know. It doesn't kind of capture the entire thing for me. And I'm worried there's only four episodes left that they have to capture the rest of the game. And I'm, I'm kind of concerned that they're not going to really encapsulate. At Least what I would expect to get from the game,
1: I, I have been kind of keeping abreast on like what the episodes are, just you know, because I'm not really super worried about spoilers too much. But yeah, no. to your point, from what I've seen on this last one, uh, they've got a lot, a long way to go.
0: A long way, yeah, there's a For lot sure. to go, and I'm like, there's how do you do that in four episodes? I don't know, I don't so know. um. Chris, Christy McReynolds with a $2 super chat says uh, she got HBO max just to watch the show, which from the numbers around last of us seems to be, you're not alone, right? Uh, it seems to be incredibly popular. One of the most popular shows HBO has had. So that's great. Uh, I love to see that. So I would be curious, Christy, what you're thinking of the show then. And I'm assuming, well, you don't have to keep super chatting, but I'm, I'm kind of curious. Did you, do you know the game or did you buy it just to watch the show? Because you heard about it. And if so, what do you think of the show? I'd be curious to know. Just put it in comments. I'll find it. You don't have to super chat. Uh, and then Tao with the $5 super chat. Um, sorry, Dan. I'm just reading these. He said, uh, I am definitely the person with comics and adaptations. See Civil War movie versus the comics, Gotham Knights versus Court of Owls, and City of Owls. So um, I, I haven't played so Gotham weird. Knights, Travis. You may be able to speak to this. But from what the comic people I know told me, the Court of Owls story in the Batman kind of universe is one of the best stories. Amazing. That they told and that Gotham Knights really didn't do it justice.
2: uh, It's not an adaptation. That's the problem with that parallel uh, is that it has completely, you know, Batman isn't, isn't dead for all of the court of owls and like all the stuff that they do. So Gotham Knights was basically just taking the bones of the idea of the court of owls and telling it in a new story. So um, not an adaptation, but yeah, court of owls and city of owls are awesome. Civil war is an adaptation and the comic book is, is much better but I agree with you know, gotcha they, they also the the movie I mean it was a movie not a show I feel like civil war almost would have been better as a as a show just because it it's it was a very com- very complicated issue and it lasts it's supposed to last uh you know over a long period of time and they had to fit that into a two-hour movie so I, I don't think it was ever going to match the depth of civil war where not only did civil war have the time to tell its story, but then afterward they published all of the different perspectives that comics from each character to show what they were doing during civil war. And, um, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, do that in a two and a half hour movie. It's just not possible.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. My Your camera frozen froze again. Hands. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. It's I've got a USB thing issue with my computer right now. It sucks. I've got actually a new computer being built as we speak. So hopefully that issue will go away soon. Um I wanna shout out real quick, uh, Secret McSquirrel in the chat who uh, you know, one of our mods here. He helps out uh with Hogue. He helps out with a lot of the kind of law tube group came over to us from uh from Hogue and has been uh facing some health issues himself. So big shout out to him. Um hopefully he's on the mend and uh You know, just want to say thank you for all he does for the community. So uh, what's up, Squirrel? Christy says, my kids and I used to watch my brother and my son playing the game. The cutscenes were great. I'm enjoying the show and it feels true to the game for the most part. Fair enough. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what Travis is referring to. And many of us say with the best parts of The Last of Us, as we've said many times here, are the characters and the cinematic elements. Uh, when you talk about actual gameplay, it's certainly nothing revolutionary. Um, yeah. But that's why that, I that's, think the trans. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I think we're going to say the same thing like Dan was just saying is that's why the transition to the show seems more natural uh, than something like a halo where, good Lord, uh, you're trying to tackle a lot.
2: Well, the unfortunate thing about Halo is that it does have a good story. I wouldn't have told the story in the games, but it's got books, so it, and half of those books are really damn good. Yeah. Um, so you could have you could have told a better story than you did. I don't think they have an excuse on that one. But uh, part of the part of the my qualm with The Last of Us, the reason I don't think it's the best game of all time, which a lot of people espouse, is because to me it parrots what Hollywood is about, and I think I see video games as being bigger and better. Than anything that that the the movie medium could uh, produce, and so I I uh, it it makes 100% sense why this is an HBO show because it basically if I was trying to get my video game turned into an HBO show I would make something like The Last of Us you know what I mean and and make that a video game but um, I I don't know if that's the most that's not the direction I want games to go in. You know, I don't want every game to be like thinking about the movie adaptation or show adaptation that's going to come out of them and design their game around it, which is what the last of us sometimes feels like.
0: Um, Especially part two.
2: (laughs) You could tell that they were talking about that movie deal, the show deal when that movie was coming up, but yeah, it is, it, it, it sort of bothers me a little bit. Um, but that said, look, it's a good game. Their success is well earned. I'm, I'm glad the show's good. I'm gonna watch it eventually, but I just haven't had time working on stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, glad people are liking it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it seems to be good. Um, I think with that, we're gonna go ahead and wrap us up. Uh, remember to keep uh, kind of Hogue in your thoughts. We keep shouting him out. We still talk to him pretty regularly. Starting to communicate with us more and more, which is awesome um you know continues to be on the mend obviously he's still got a long way to go but uh you know um as we've said many times uh it's better news by far than it could have been um and it's great to see him and the family kind of getting along so give him a shout out uh when you can uh chat you've been awesome today as always anyone listening um (laughs) we had some fun diversions today we knew it was going to be a rather slow week in in kind of gaming news uh but we we had a good time regardless. So uh, thanks, everyone, for hanging out with us. Of course, Pompa comes in. Closes us out with uh, – and it's it's actually kind of a perfect – oh, sorry, I'm clicking the wrong button here. Where would I go? It's actually a perfect kind of segue to close us out as we talk to uh, our community here, which is uh, here at Season Gaming, Big gas. we don't have friends. We have family. I
1: think that's, that's right. fair. I think that's yeah. fair. But you, you know, the way you said that was, you know, a hundred times better than it was actually said in the no. movie. Yeah, well, I can I mean,
0: understand what you were saying. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't get it.
1: Yeah, I can't do that.
0: I don't know how to act, so let me just grumble my voice. How? D- <laughs> how dare you? Thank you, Bob. Appreciate the it super in, chat. It was
2: in Saving Private Ryan. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. He did a really yeah. good job, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did.
0: That was his. All right. Coming up this week, Uh Game. We got uh, other game reviews coming up. Um, Plow through uh, our review of Metroid uh, Prime Remastered, should be going up tomorrow, actually. You listen to this on Monday. That's uh, our reviewers done with that one. Obviously, like I said, I'm going to be talking more about Hogwarts. We have. Um, we have other stuff up. Uh, the video of this, uh, the latest Halo statue, I seriously think, I just did the video on this, and there's another statue arriving today as we speak. Uh, those are going up if you care about gaming collectibles. Cast Co-op will be back this week. And as I said, uh, I'll be on the PSM Party podcast later this week to talk about PlayStation because, guys, we are 10 days away from PSVR 2. Um, so I've got a, I've already got codes for games for PSVR
2: 2. Do you have your hardware yet?
0: No, no, we're not special like that. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, if we were in the UK or we were in Canada, I would already have it. The U.S.-PlayStation relationship is an entirely different conversation. Mm. Uh, it's just how it is. So, But anyway, I do have codes for games already. Uh, several PR reps have reached out to me, so I'm going to be doing a lot of coverage of PSVR 2's launch, so stay tuned for that. I'm really excited about it. Uh, I did watch a couple of the uh, content creators I like uh, covering it, and it seems seems great. A lot of positivity coming up on that launch from the content they've made so kind of pumped about that but anyway travis what you got going on man
2: i've got lots going on homie uh first i've got uh a big announcement which is that um, uh uh tomorrow morning i hope tomorrow morning uh my first uh editorial piece is going to go live on ign.com um it is a very long piece I've been working on for a while, and uh, I finally got my editor to chop it in about half of the words. Uh, so um, it is a uh, a a piece about um, the games as a service, live service. Nice, perfect. One. So
1: good.
2: I've been talking about that for a while. I've been wanting to post something about it. I pitched it to the editorial team, and they're going to publish it uh, next week. So. You've probably heard me say a lot of the uh, stuff on this show before, but uh, I I, I wrote it down into more concise and I think well-argued thing. And it was sort of as a response to some other outlets putting out stuff that was talking about live service uh, failing, which I think is silly. Um, So there you go. Uh, You can read about that. And then also, um, I have the distinct honor of producing uh, IGN's IGN First uh, coverage for March so um, I'm going to, uh, can't talk about what the game is or what I'm doing, but I'm going to be flying out and spending a week with the developers of a certain game. And I'm gonna be uh, creating a month long coverage of content around that game and posting it all March. So if you uh, read IGN and you go, you go see our IGN first game, which if you don't know what IGN first is, it's basically a digital cover story um, uh, on, on the site um all of the content that we're producing around that game is going to be for me. I'm doing interviews and wow. uh trailers and uh some other articles and preview pieces. So um it's going to be super cool. This is my first time ever doing that and producing it by myself, so it's a huge honor. And uh I hope you guys like the game. It's one that I'm very excited about.
0: So Can we can we uh, yep. can we guess? We know what the game is. It's uh, Ryan McCaffrey already announced the game for March. Oh, he did. Yes.
2: Yeah. Would you what say is- it then? Because I haven't seen
0: it. Okay. Yeah. In case uh, so he announced uh, Jedi Survivor.
2: Ah no. So that's this month. Oh, oh sorry. I'm t- yeah, I'm yeah. got my
0: months mixed up. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah yeah. Okay.
2: So Jedi Sur- Jedi Survivor is uh, February, and actually all that coverage was done by McCaffrey himself, my boss. Cool. So mm. um, he he went and covered all of that stuff, and then I'm gonna do the March one, which hasn't been announced okay. yet. Yeah. Mm. Okay.
0: We'll talk offline. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Your coups at nine or whatever they're on. Uh by the way, Season Gaming sure. in the chat said uh Travis that they rated it a seven. So not bad.
2: Not bad Rate what a bad. seven?
0: Your coverage. Whatever you're working on, yeah. Yeah. You haven't
2: seen it yet. I haven't made it yet. Oh, the <laughs> life service. <topic. laughs>
0: I He's like, wait, I haven't even made it. <laughs> I
2: feel like I'm being prejudged here for some. Reason.
0: <laughs> no, that's fantastic, dude. Seriously. Congrats. That's uh it's that's awesome. a big deal. And obviously it goes without saying, um, IGN's kind of a, um, I mean, they're a decent sized site. They get some coverage. So, um, you know, it's got, it's actually really cool to know that, um, you know, like your Hogwarts review, we joked about how many hits that got, but, um, you know, your coverage and stuff is going to be seen by millions of people. That's awesome.
2: Yep. That's the goal. That's good stuff. Lots of people awesome, see man. my stuff and nobody knowing who I am. That is my zone. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it, man. It's going to be the best. <laughs> it really is. Maximum yeah. impact with the least impact to my personal life. It's great.
0: Perfect. You're not lying. That's awesome. Um, all right, guys. Uh, oh, by the way, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I forgot to mention it because um, we were just talked about that in DM this morning. Um, um, sorry, double fine and two player productions. If you didn't see this, they released a 34 27, 32, 27, no, 34 what? 34 episodes. Okay, yeah, it's even longer. 34 episode documentary, Dan, like you like on the, the development and production of Psychonauts 2.
1: How, how long um, are those episodes?
0: Like 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, but still, that's do the math. That's, still that's a lot of a lot. time. My God. Yeah. I was um, expecting
2: them to be 5 ep- 5 minutes when they said it was 34 episodes.
0: Yeah, it's a ama- it's I haven't started yet, but I'm super excited and um I was like a uh, Kickstarter backer. Remember years ago when they were the first they did that huge Kickstarter campaign, Double Fine did. Um I was uh I got a documentary as part of being one of like their premier backers or whatever and they're just they're cool, man. It's such a cool studio. Tim Schafer is really cool. Two Player Productions is fantastic at production, so um, I'm super excited to jump in this. So definitely uh, don't miss it. Uh, from what AO call, uh, told me, it uh, contains stuff not only about development, but when they got acquired by Xbox and how that changed the development of the game, and drama, and everything else that goes with it. So awesome. I'm down, Damn. man.
1: I don't even like yeah. the nuts necessarily, but I love you. This you
0: how should. dare you? Have you even how I'm just saying. Dare you?
1: Yeah, I played like about an hour, and then I was just like, "Nah, this is." You not still like mine. platformers? I'm not a big pa- platformer guy, but I can understand the, the appeal, though. Sounds I can good. totally see the appeal because I do. I, I what I did like was like the uh, the art style. I think was really cool. But I'm also a huge fan of these documentaries, so maybe this will turn me around. And, and I hope so. So
0: because no, between no. Fast and Furious talk and you crapping on Psychonauts too, I'm damn near putting in my I, resignation I, letter. I, I, can't I can't do this you know, anymore i'm done with it (laughs) i'm I'm done i'm out all right guys we're gonna go ahead and get out of here it's been a fun show guys everyone hanging out with us like i said thank you so much for chilling with us thank you for the support as always anyone tuning in later uh we had a huge week last week in terms of numbers for a big cast and um you know uh, i don't know what we hit today with live viewers but quite a few and uh, it's just great to continue to see new faces and people jumping in so uh thank you so much um Just appreciate it. That's all I can say. For now, we're going to get out of here. Let's go ahead and say, Go Chiefs on our way out. And, uh, you know, hopefully there's a good uh, ball game that Travis will be hugely invested in later today. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to, I'm going to go get some good barbecue today, I think, Dan. And uh, yeah, we'll do that later. But Mm -hmm. peace, everyone. Have a good week. We will see you next Sunday. Till then.
1: Go Chiefs.